Yeah. Cole's on the fucking <laughs> rampage right now. Fuck all you guys. Yeah, man. I, I can't even start the show, bro. That's what I want. Fuck you. <laughs> Can I start the show now? Yeah. Okay. Do whatever you want, man. Do whatever you want. Welcome back. It. Oh my god. I'm saying, it, bro. I'm saying it. I'm fucking saying it. I'm saying it. Ben, open the sports book. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's start the fucking show. Welcome back to K-Side Chatter. It's your boy Jamal MP. I'm here with my co-host Owen and Cole. Yo. Ben's in the studio as well. We had a full cast today. Uh, we just came back from a long ass fucking event. My knees are still killing me. How you guys been? Not too bad, not too bad. <laughs> that sounded it? crazy, right? Ben? Pause. <laughs> yeah, right, thank you. Thank you for pause for that. That sounded crazy, I'm not gonna lie. But, um... How you been? Not too bad, not too bad, just chilling. Not too bad. Cool. Yeah, man, same. Yeah. same, same, big chilling. Yeah, starting a new show ben, on another estate. Tired, so. tired. I felt that you guys got out the gym, right? Yeah, yep. we just got out the gym. Yeah, yeah. But um, there was no event today, so we can't really talk about anything. It was a dud no UFC, UFC event. No UFC event, but there was a local event, ACG five. Uh, if you checked out our Instagram, we posted a lot about that. Uh, check us out at KSI Chatter on Instagram and all platforms to follow us on social media to get to know what we're doing on our off days when we're not recording this pod. So uh, we went to AC ASG5 and a uh, great event. Um, we were welcomed immediately from the staff. We got VIP uh, bands and everything. We were able to go backstage, free food, um, great hospitality from the owner, uh, the president, um, Aiden. But uh, besides that, um, we saw some crazy submissions. Uh, where do you want to start, Cole? Um, well, you want to just, yeah, just get started with the event? I started guess. with the event? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, all, all submission grappling, yeah, so right? All submission, submission grappling, grappling yeah. Um, they had, uh, so first of all, just an overview of the event, I guess. Um, they had pancreation uh, events going on. Um, which what are pancreation events? They're not MMA. Okay. <laughs> they're not MMA. <laughs> they're not MMA. <laughs> um, it's, uh, it's, it's. It's uh, striking and grappling. Striking <laughs> and like, grappling, pretty yeah, much. Man, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's no elbows. It's submission wrestling with strikes. Yeah. Okay. So, so like it's, yeah. no elbows, uh, ground and pounds allowed. No teep kicks to the head. Kicks to the head are allowed. Just no teeps to the head. Teeps to the bodies are allowed. No knees to the head. So basically, it was you can't kick below the knee. Yeah. So no calf kicks. You can't teep to the face. Mm -hmm. You can't um, elbow. I don't think you could do flying kicks. So you couldn't no. throw a kick. Uh, Even though we saw some, round. well, we yeah, got one guy through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he got like taken down right yeah, away. He got yeah, taken yeah. down while he was doing it, and then he's, and then the ref still. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and then, um, um, but he also, I'm pretty sure, won that fight. No, he lost. That was the fight against um, Zach. Oh well, then there was another one that happened. There was another one. I didn't. Yeah. I might. Yeah. Um, no, there was. Anyways, um, and then um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, I don't think there was, uh, there was like, there was, yeah, you could knee to the body, can't knee to the head, yeah. can't knee to the head, you couldn't knee to the head on, or you couldn't knee to the body on the ground. No. Which is, uh, pretty normal for, yeah. For, uh, um, amateur? Yeah. Well, this wasn't MMA though, guys. It was okay. Was wasn't MMA. Let's make that clear. Wasn't MMA. Wasn't MMA. <laughs> wasn't MMA. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, because like, cause amateur MMA in Ontario is, is not, it's illegal. Technique. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no sanctioning body right now for amateur MMA. Yep. So the OJA can sanction pancreation bouts. So it's very important that it's not MMA. That this is not MMA. I see. Not MMA. Okay. No MMA happens in Ontario. It's not MMA. It's not amateur MMA. It's pancreation. It's not MMA. Not no. It's not MMA. No. We can't refer to it as MMA. That should be like one of. It should be one of our sounds. Not MMA. But yeah, the event was really good. We saw a crate. Well, we saw it afterwards. I didn't see it live, but one of the submission night. Well, the submission night winner was Francis Saint Amour. 
he caught a guy in like a double shoulder lock. It was ridiculous when we saw it on cam. He said he's been practicing it for ever in the gym. And then he tried it in um, one competition. Then he tried it today uh, at the event. I mean, but um, yeah, we've seen some crazy shit. Uh, the guys at Five Factory had, I think Zach won. And who else? Was that it? Um, Then uh, uh, Lacroix something. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lacroix. Um, I think it was Justin Lacroix. Something yeah, like that. There's, uh, so, so just before we jump, there was, uh, there was paint creation matches and there was also... Um, like no gi and gi, like jiu-jitsu or submission grappling, whatever you want to call it. Um, all submission grappling, but the gi, all the guys that were in gis, the belts, they were Brazilian. Yeah. There was no sambo guys. Mm. Um, or there was no technically catch wrestling as like another form of submission grappling. But, um, uh, yeah, so, you know, we were talking, the submission of the night was, was, uh, uh, Francis. Yeah, it was a no gi, uh, submission grappling event. Um, and then there was a few, uh, and then there was also, there was a, the Grand Prix. The, the Grand Prix. Prix yeah. so there was an uh, eight man tournament, an eight man, uh, no gi tournament. Um, Nikki G won that. Yeah, Nikki G won that. Um, he's like a younger kid. Younger kid, uh, being coached by his kid, uh, being coached by his dad. I forgot what yeah. gym they're at. Uh, Team Evolution. Yeah, I believe Evolution. Yeah, exactly. Team Evolution. So he's our his interviews up on our Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, and then um, yeah, we didn't we didn't we didn't, we didn't link his uh, his. Uh, his team and his interview so that's on us but yeah. uh, he did give a shout out to them so what's he's got an evolution sweater on so it was probably evolution mm -hmm. um so he's out of evolution um honestly if you watch this if you watch like a little bit of his ma matches I, there's a pay-per-view for asg that's up yeah um he's a tank like he is he's he's got some he's got an aggressive style he had in the uh, trailer really i posted on our instagram on k-side instagram um he was the one that got the back take. If you guys yeah. saw that, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's the one yeah. that got the clean back take. Um, really clean jujitsu. Honestly, he's only a purple belt. Yeah, he yeah. was the only purple belt in that tournament, and it was open weight. Huh? Yeah, very so, athletic, very, uh, very heavy style. Mm -hmm. Got a big slam too. Got a big slam. Got yeah, a big slam. there was a uh, Kai, Kai the uh, the wrestler out of um. Oama? Uh, yeah, Oama. Uh, so that was, Kai was a uh, was the pancreation. Oh no, he's N one. He's N one. Yeah, N one. N one. There was um. There was another guy, uh, Billy. Billy, of, yeah, uh, yeah, out of Wama that was competing. Mm -hmm. um, was that against Billy? Was that no? I don't remember who Kyle was against, but he talking about like the crazy takedowns. He had like three suplexes back to back to back. The guy just kept getting up, and Kai did wrestling since he was eleven. He said mm -hmm. so. Yeah, he was Kai just... was up against. He's from N one. He was up against Brandon from Fight Factory. Brandon, okay, yeah, yeah. So, so you know, we have a good relationship with Fight Factory. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, obviously, like no. Uh, no slander. Yeah, no, no shade. <laughs> yeah, run at them. Good guys over there. Great gym, great yeah. coaches. Um, I mean, but I think I think Brandon just ran into like a this guy has been. Well, that's the thing. I think forever. it just goes to show how good Kai is. Yeah. Um, that he, you know, I mean, Fight, fight Factory does very well when they compete. And mm. They have very talented fighters. So he said he might have a fight under Fight Quest soon. So will you check out for that? Yeah, that'd be mm. something to look out for. Mm. Um, uh, and he seemed like even when you spoke, he locked in. Yeah. Or and yeah, we had um. At the weigh-ins, we had an interview with them. We didn't post it because the quality was kind of iffy and it didn't really follow this what we're doing. But he had an interview and he talked about how he wanted an early finish and got a first round rear naked. So great fighter. Um, I expect a lot from him eventually, uh, especially if he continues down this path. But there was a lot of good fighters there that night. Uh, one of the guys we actually wanted to win, um, Billy. Yeah. Billy. We wanted to win because uh, he had a lot of charisma and I, 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 we had faith in the guy. But then he got caught in an arm bar and I think he fucked up his arm too. Hopefully you recover very, uh, you recover well from that. But um, we didn't get to talk to him afterwards because I think he just left. But yeah, you know, man, I don't like, uh, I don't like talking. Like, I remember like competing and having like, 
being in, in, I remember having like fights where they would have like uh, the winner would get like a trophy and mm -hmm. the loser, they would give them like a little medal. Mm -hmm. And then you'd have to like stand there while I put this like medal around your <laughs> neck oh. and you feel like the biggest fucking loser, like standing up there. And get why are you making me do this? Yeah. It's like, like, when those, you, like, just let me leave. The kids at elementary school yeah. that don't win anything, but they still get a prize. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah it's yeah. just like, and I, I wouldn't even, I would just be like, just like, they, you'd like put it in your hand and then like, like the ring girl, like awkwardly, like, she's just like, man. I, so I just, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I didn't, I didn't want to. Yeah. No ring girls at the event position. though. It was kind of lackluster. Yeah, no ring no girls. Ring girls no at the ring event, girls bro. Point. There was like one girl that went up and then she never went up again. And then it was just the owner. Yeah, yeah. He kept getting booed every time he went up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. That's funny. But uh, no ring girls at this one. Um, yeah, usually there's ring girls. I didn't even think of that, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was yeah. no yeah. Ring, girls. ring girls. One thing I did realize, MMA brings out a lot of good looking women. Surprisingly, like you wouldn't think, uh, yeah, I mean, you wouldn't I just, I think it's just anytime you go out, there's yeah, yeah, unique to MMA, but yeah, man, for sure, I guess. Anyways, that was pretty much the event. Um, if you want to know more about it, we're going to be posting interviews and there's going to be a video going on our YouTube eventually, uh, documenting uh, the event and everything that we took footage of. That's going to be up very soon, probably within the next week or two. I'm going to drop that on our YouTube. There is a trailer on our Instagram. Again, K-Side Chatter on all social medias. It's going to be the same as our YouTube. Uh, so you guys want to go check that out. But besides that, there wasn't really that much of the event. Again, thanks to Aiden for um, allowing us to record that. It was really appreciative. Um, it was kind kind of really quick that we got invited to that like we got it yeah it was pretty it was like uh for us it was just last minute yeah it was very um, last it was, minute it was, so it was a good event mm. like it was it was a well put together event and it's really it's really good to see uh see that type of competition mm -hmm. um back in ottawa again yeah, yeah. uh you know whatever you call it pancreation um, and this was at the uh the cattle cast at lansdowne right yeah uh, yeah, I was at the hor uh, horticultural building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there. In, yeah, in Lansdowne. Mm. Um, yeah, so you know there there hasn't been you know any any anything going on like mm. that in Ottawa, yeah. um, area at all. But in, but in Ottawa in, in a while, so it, it's just good to see it back. Amen. And, uh, <laughs> it's good too for guys to like where, where guys are getting their start. So even you know another guy that, that fought and we spoke to. Um, Zach Rodier, mm -hmm. super interesting fight. Oh, I saw the interview that you guys put up. That guy's jacked. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. jacked. He had yeah, the best yeah. footage of the night. I remember yeah. when I took it and I saw him do it, I was like, this is definitely going into the yeah. video. Like, that was fire. So, so, but, so even him, that was only his second fight, right? Yeah. So, and it's, so it's good for, you know, you gotta think like, it's tough someone in his position, you know, second fight, like, mm -hmm. you know, was he supposed to like travel to Montreal to fight? You know what I mean? So it's, yeah. It's nice for your guys like at the beginning and yeah. they're getting their start or, or it, who knows how far he's going to take it. But it's it's nice it's for like guys that are, right? yeah, just have the opportunity to, to be able to fight in their own backyard um, while they're kind of in, in the beginning and stuff. There was a lot of guys that was their first ever um, paint creation or event like that. So, yeah. It's really good to just meet guys that are in the sport and just want to start brand new. And everyone, again, everyone was super friendly. I don't think we ever had one bad interaction, even with the crowd. Like, people were friendly. They would see us, like, running by to go get footage and just, like, let us walk through. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so everyone was super friendly. We got free food there, free drinks. Um, oh, that's sweet. So yeah, it was very— They took care of you. Yeah, they took care of us. Again, yeah, shout out to Aiden really for that. Did, yeah. Corey Lacroix, by the way, that's the, Corey the guy, uh, okay. uh, new era that was, or Fight Factory that was a uh, competing jiu-jitsu guy. Yeah. Um, that we, we have an interview with him. It'll be going up in the next. Yeah. Week. Within the next couple of days. Yeah. So that's the other thing. Um, just for everyone that's listening, like, you know, check our, check our, our Instagram out. Um, mm -hmm. If you were competing at the event as well um, and you didn't interview with us, it's not up yet. It'll be up days. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or shoot us a message if we didn't interview you. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, we'll gladly sure. have or you on the just, pod. If yeah. you're just an Ottawa MMA guy or yeah. not MMA guy, you're, yeah, you, 
Not yeah. MMA, but just you know, DM us on uh, yeah. Cage Side. We'll gladly have you on the show. That's what, what the show is about. Just uh, give people the opportunity to express themselves and tell them to tell their story, and also just put shine on you, right? Yeah, so. get some exposure to some yeah. of the guys that are that are coming up in the in the Ottawa scene. Yeah, um, or you know, just the Ontario scene. Like we're not um, whatever, but. Um, yeah, so we're going to be releasing these interviews over the next couple of days um, or the next week or so. Um, and then we have like a larger video of the entire event that's coming up. And then we also did a couple of interviews with some of the guys that fought, um, have fought on Unified over the past couple of months. We have a funny um, ass interview with Mo. That yeah, I'm just so like, we'll be, I can't wait. For, yeah, yeah, we'll be putting those up. Um, those are, those are, um, uh, uh, lower on the priority. Yeah. Some yeah. of the things getting released because we want to get the guys that actually competed that day yeah. up mm-hmm. first. Um, and then, um, you know, it was the first event that we covered. So I think it was covered well, oh, 100%. Um, or it was, or, you know, at ourselves in the back, but I think it was, it was a, it was a good experience, I think. Yeah. And, um, good to get uh, our names out there. Yeah, right. yeah, it was, yeah. It was good. Uh, it was good to be able to cover the scene and, and we're, we're gonna growing be going guys. More of these we're events, there. Yeah. Um, in the future. Right. So yeah. if you're, if you're at these events in the future. If you're at these events in the future. Yeah, come, 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 swing by. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, we actually helped out one uh, girl. She wanted to figure out like how to report and stuff. She oh, was yeah. like tailing us felt for a bit. You doing that, man? You felt goofy for doing that? Yeah, man. I don't know. She, I felt she's helpful. Like, she's uh, she, yeah. She's talking to us like we're experts. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. No, she was. I'm like, I. She was yeah. asking me a bunch of questions. She also does like uh, a comic for like uh, uh, USV, uh, not MMA stuff. Oh, nice. And uh, I think I posted on my story for either Cage Side or my story, either or. It was uh, posted and she, I, I've seen her things and very kind uh, girl, to be honest, came up to us, asked if, we could shout her out. Uh, yeah, let me see if I can find it real quick. Uh, yeah, yeah. if you're at any of the events, like come find us. If you want to talk about the events, if you think you're yeah, hosting yeah. an event, competing at one, like shoot us a message. Mm-hmm. Shoot us a message. We'd love to chat about it 100%. Most definitely. Uh, Miriyami Mash. How do you spell that? Uh, so the actual username is M E R I M I S H M A S H. All right, so check her out for some MMA comics. Yeah, so she does like comics of Muay Thai and then has like, yeah, it's very interesting, honestly. Shout out to anyone on the MMA scene, but um, yeah, so we're gladly we'll help out anyone. Honestly, just come and talk to us. We're very friendly. Um, we're not gonna you know cuss you out just because you want to talk to us or anything. But uh, yeah, so that yeah, was I might. I'm, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I have no control over I'm Cole. Saying, He's his like, own I'm human being. So <laughs> I'm just like me personally, I won't attack you. I have no control over what Cole does. Okay, you can be Cole's handler. No, why? <laughs> Hell no. That's a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> like lay my clothes out for me the night before. <laughs> make some food. Yeah, make sure I eat properly. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. That, that doesn't sound like my role, bro. <laughs> like when I'm like stranded, off, like, like, walking around Lansdowne. Yeah, yeah, like I'll get like a little bracelet that has his phone number on. It. <laughs> and, like I'll have like a card in my wallet or something. That'll be a nice tattoo. Like when I'm oh, lost, no. like, I can just like get into the taxi and I don't. I just hand him the card. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Take, I almost take. lost my phone at the event too. Damn. Like. Oh. I, Cause I was fucking when I was taking footage of the shit, my I guess my phone slid out of my pocket, bro. Ask Cole. I was like a nervous wreck for at least twenty minutes. <laughs> I'm like, bro, I just got this yeah. shit. I'm still paying it off. I felt, I felt like a dick too, because I was like, I didn't want to be like, yo, it was just a fun. I had bro. to like pretend that I was also concerned, but I was also way more concerned about actually covering the event. Yeah, you know? like, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, man, that sucks. Like, like, like yeah, like I, over I, felt, yeah. I felt fear for like a minute, and then I was like, all right, cool, we gotta like get the interviews. Yeah, we gotta like, we gotta get going. I'm yeah. over here losing my like, shit, like, bro. And I'm like, I'm like. I'm like, all right. I'm like, well, I'm like, yeah, that's terrible. No, get at same tone. What are we doing next? I'm like, yeah, man, that sucks. But like, 
So like, okay. what are you gonna do? <laughs> no, like, dead ass. Like, what are we? What's the what's the move, man? <laughs> so like, we're gonna find it. Yeah. Like, well, I was just like, I didn't want to like, yeah, I didn't want to like ask like, okay, but like, are we ready to like move on now? Like, we moved on for a bit, and like, then I went to go yeah, ask yeah, people. I asked yeah, people if they yeah. found yeah. the phone and shit, and well, like, funny. Yeah, you gotta understand that's how I would have dealt with it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't take it personal. Some people think I'm callous, but also like this is how like I deal with things in my own life. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, you saw. I didn't take it personal. I just went on to fucking try to find my phone. I go like, oh yeah, that sucks. All right cool and i just like you know what i mean like i'm not you know what i mean so very the, stoic about yeah, it yeah but yeah. the problem is them like when other people and the same thing happens to other people then they think i'm being an asshole <laughs> because like because like i don't care but like i don't you know what i mean yeah. i know what you mean, yeah. I know what you, mean. <laughs> yeah, you know you guys want to talk about john Anik potentially leaving that was interesting that was interesting i mean i don't know i think that was just a, a clip from a podcast where he said i mean do, do we want to play the clip yeah the clip's up there yeah let's play the clip this one right here? Yes, yeah, sir. Oh. Oh, I don't have any headphones. Fight, because even if you and I both thought Dracus Duplessis won the fight, we try to present that information respectfully. And when I go on to X or I go to our YouTube comments, yeah. okay. it seems like a lot of these fans are just in attack mode. And I don't know if these fans are casual fans or not, right? But I appreciate the passion, but I'm getting to a point at 45 years of age where... I don't know how much time I have left in this MMA space because if I go do pro football, like I'm not necessarily going to be dealing with this lowest common denominator all the time. And I don't know, man, I just feel like there's a lot of malice and disrespect from the fan base and we can disagree. Like, don't take it from me. Demetrius Johnson and Kenny Florian thought DDP won the fight. I don't know. I've just been very off put with the negativity that has permeated my feed since Saturday night, and I'm just not sure how much longer I have in this space. Literally, we, we my bad. My oh, sorry, bad. We so good? I'm gonna turn the mics off to play yeah. the video. Right? We good? We good? Yeah, we're good. Okay, I I see where he's coming from. Honestly, MMA Twitter has been a literally shit show of just hate for the past like two months. Like it's usually always there, but now it's it's very bad. Like people are calling 300 boring. I don't think. Yeah. That. Here's here's the thing. <laughs> hey, come yeah. on, bro. I just yeah, I, I totally get where he's coming from. I don't think the problem is that there's more of these people. Mm-hmm. I think the problem is they're louder now because like Twitter and all yeah. that exists. Yeah. And the UFC is more popular. Mm. These are the same guys you go watch like football. They're in YouTube comments an hour after the yeah. game. Like fire the yeah, casual. That's fair, right? It's like these people are, I. this is going to sound very callous and dickish, but like these people are just idiots. Yeah. Mostly like, casuals. When when John Anik said like, I, I think you put it perfectly, MMA attracts the low in, lowest common denominator. <laughs> Right. And unfortunately, <laughs> we have a lot of those in MMA. Yeah. You know, it's it's like, yeah, it I mean, sucks, but there is, there's definitely like there's definitely a lot like like just bleed like which yeah. is like like I love violence. Amen. Don't get me wrong. Love violence. Like I'm one of those people, yeah. but also like I'm an idiot. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, but but yeah, there's I, I get I get what you're saying. Right. Like there is there's definitely some like it's like it's like I wouldn't not watch hockey if they took fighting out, even if I love fighting. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's yeah. one of those type of things. It's like there's people that watch hockey just for fighting. And I don't think they're hockey fans. I just think they're the lowest common denominator. Yeah. You know, does that make sense? Sean Strickland made a tweet about. Uh, what you, but how is that? What do you mean? Like related to this, though? Well, that? so it's like the lowest common denominator in terms of people that aren't engaging in depth with the sport. Oh, okay, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so it's just like, like there's people that, that don't follow the sport. They just want to see. like Yeah, but even then, like, clip watchers. I think I think with that, though, because that that like. That almost implies that if someone isn't like a hardcore fan, that they're no, you, know I mean? like, you don't got to be hardcore. You can be a casual fan. You can be knowledgeable. Being the with yeah, you can be you can be a casual fan who's not really knowledgeable about yeah. the sport. Mm-hmm. Like what I'm just saying is like we want to pull people into the sport. No, we, we want to draw people in. So it's like you don't want to gatekeep. No, you don't want to gatekeep the sport against people who 
don't have the time or energy to watch it all the time. It's like, man, if you're if you're only watching the events that are like big, like fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, whatever. I, that's yeah. that's cool. Like if you're if if that's what you enjoy doing, if you don't if you don't enjoy watching every single fight and every single fight night and you only enjoy watching the big cards with the big yeah. names that, you know, come on like four or five, six times a year mm-hmm. and that's it. Like fine. No, my, that's my, cool. my thing is, like yeah, that's, that's, you know totally I mean? that's cool. not necessarily the lowest honor, but I do get what you mean that like, it's like, the hate even in yeah. watching, like they watch those five or six events, even watching those events, they're not going to have any interest. Yeah. In, yeah right. They're going to be watching like, get up, punch the yeah, guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, get I don't that. think there's, it's the interest. I think it's more, he's talking about just the hate in general. Like yeah. anytime something happens, like a close fight with Drikas yeah. and Strickland, it will never be always just a close fight. There's always two sides, robbery, non-robbery. We hate each other. Well, I think it's the, the people that are saying it's a close fight. Like, yeah. like after there's, the Sean fight, did were any of us yeah, up in arms? No. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's so there's the, the people that are saying it's uh, it is like it is what it is. It was close. It was a good fight. Mm-hmm. They get drowned out. Yeah. Right? The yeah. loud the, the loudest voices prevail. Like I think what he's saying is like is like there's a pretty strong correlation between people that like have a hard time tying their shoes <laughs> and like and people that like really <laughs> like watching other people get hurt. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And like I'm one of the people that likes watching other people get hurt. Mm-hmm. I'm not attacking that part. No. I'm just saying that like there's a strong correlation between people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Between so those two wrong. things. Yes. And then there's also a very strong correlation between people that meet both of those categories and the people that like to yell at people on the internet. Yeah. 100%. You know what I mean? Like That's if the there was like a Venn diagram of things that overlapped, you know what I mean? Like, mm. like MMA fans would be like raid in the middle. Yeah. Like there'd be a lot 100%. of MMA fans in the middle. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, which is not that every MMA fan is that. No. no. Or it's even a bad thing to be that. Yeah. But it's just like, <laughs> but it's just, it's tough, right? If someone's like engaged in that space like yeah. all the time, it's like, you're just going to be dealing with a lot of like, especially like when do people watch fights? When like, they're drunk. When, when they're, they're drunk. drunk. Yeah. 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 So, well, like, I mean, we've also heard like, there's a kind of a trope that going to a UFC event or a boxing event is so different than going to a hockey game. Yeah. Right? Because you're like, sure everyone's drunk, but everyone there loves violence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, that's actually like after uh, the, like after events, like after MMA events, like usually there's like an increase in like, uh, violence. Fights? Yeah. yeah. Fights. There's more like, fights outside the event than actually in the event. Yeah. That yeah, makes there's, sense. There's tons. Yeah. yeah. Like, you'll see it. <laughs> One thing I will say too, Twitter and Instagram are some of the most toxic spaces. Yeah. Oh yeah. I go on, on Twitter every day media. and it's like, I get it from my news, but just going through the comments, it's like, bro, it's every, brutal. It's hate every yep. day. And yep. they have like designated accounts for them. Yep. Yeah. Like well, misery it's loves bad. Company, right? Yeah. Misery loves company. But on the John Anik topic, uh, Sean came out with a tweet saying like, uh, I don't remember verbatim, but I'm going to um, paraphrase it. He basically said, um, you're talking about the same people that pay your paycheck. You live better than half of the people on here. Um, basically just saying you shouldn't be able to, like not able, but you shouldn't be bashing these people when they're the ones that pay your check. John Anik came out with an apology after saying like he wasn't really talking about the fans themselves. Da, 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 da. So the situation cleared up, but I genuinely I'm on John Anik's side. I agree with him. Like we need to stop with all this hate, especially on the people that are providing the platform for us, like a John Anik, like a Joe Rogan. Like the guys are actually there to entertain us. We shouldn't be attacking them constantly. I get attacking fighters because of the. Some people like it's the same thing with NBA players, right? People have their favorite players and people they hate and people fighters is cool. But the people that are trying to genuinely create the show, I don't know. I don't don't know, know. man. I just, yeah, I just think like, like, why are we yelling at people? on? I think it's all you're just like, I just, I think that generally, unless it's like, unless it's like funny, like Mm -hmm. it's a joke. I think that if you actually sit down at like your, on your computer or your phone or whatever, 
and you're like, you know what? I'm like, I have something to say, and fucking John Anik needs to hear it. Yeah, mm. <laughs> like I think you're a loser. <laughs> yeah. like, I think you your perception of reality like, is yeah, so I think skewed. You're just like you're fucked, man. Yeah. Like, what do you? But like, that's all of Twitter, bro. Yeah, people, but really, people like, got the blue check and they're like, yeah. oh, my opinion matters now. Yeah, it's like, like bro, we've been that before I think, the blue check. I think like, like sometimes they're funny. What it's funny sometimes when you see someone who's like a public figure will I, I ask a question mm -hmm. or something and it's like it's very clear that they're out of touch with reality yeah. <laughs> and then everyone in the world just checks them and yeah. like, you know what I mean like that shit's funny but if someone like when someone just like actually sits down and they're like you know what like, like even like like if you sit down you're like you know what like I have some ideas I need to tweet the president he yeah. needs to hear them. <laughs> Like, no, no, man. Like, yeah. like, he's not. Yeah. You're not like, you know what I mean? If your opinion mattered, yeah. you would be talking to the president. Yeah, exactly. You know? you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you're actually putting your opinion, it's not only that, it'd be one thing if you were like, you're like, I don't like this guy. I want everyone in the world to tweet him saying that they don't like him. So if you just tweeted it like, you suck, like, that's kind of funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if, if the president mm -hmm. just got a bunch of tweets that all said you suck. <laughs> you suck. Like, Basically what Ian Gary got but for like a week or two. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. if you're writing out like a thought, yeah. if you're like, if you're actually like, like <laughs> a whole putting paragraph. out like a formal thought, you're not even a paragraph. If you're putting out like, if it's if it's a coherent sentence, mm -hmm. that's, a, that's like a whole complete thought. Yeah. Why are you doing that? <laughs> yeah. I why guess. like why are you doing that? Yeah. Do, you, do you think anyone's so like, the comments dwellers? Yeah, the, the guys who dwell in the comments basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like, do you do you think anyone is like is like checking with Twitter <laughs> to like to to to, to, for, to like to finalize an opinion? And more importantly, do you think that anyone that would read a Twitter comment and be like, oh yeah, you know what? They make a good point. Is someone in power? Yeah, that's intelligent in any way. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like someone who's whose source of information, primary source of information, is Twitter comments. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Like people actually live like, like that. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, no, there are. There's a lot of people that live yeah. like that. But they're also like, you know, there's a strong correlation <laughs> between people who live like that Pause. and people who can't tie their shoes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but imagine the whole you the MMA would have if John Anik actually decided to oh, leave for crazy. football. Yeah, it would suck. It would suck. Like the guy that's literally grown the sport with us. Yeah. Who's been the head. Football. Anchor of the sport. Would you say, Ben? I wonder how he'd do in football. I think he'd do good. <laughs> Once you're a good anchor anywhere, I'm pretty sure if you have knowledge of a sport, you can do it anywhere else. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but Mike Goldberg to the UFC. Yeah. You're the Boston Bruins commentator. I want Mike Goldberg back, bro. Those I are the. Don't, I don't need Mike Goldberg back. Why not? Because he doesn't know how to pronounce fighters' names. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like if you if you could do your job, do your job. Yeah. Maybe read the show notes. I don't know how like, to pronounce fighters' names. Yeah, UFC is <laughs> not paying you two million. That's fair. True yeah. that. True that. Uh, you guys want to talk about Bobby Green and Ian Gary? Sure. <laughs> okay. So Bobby Green has a message for Ian Gary about the play, right? Quick. Yeah. No, they be playing and shit. You know. How you playing? Oh, shit. Ian, I know I'm late, but bro, pick up a stick. Uh, it's too many niggas in here violating you and shit. Niggas is talking about your wife. Nigga, pick up a stick. We in this fight game and shit. I'd have been lay somebody down. Nigga, you better do something. Don't let them niggas punk you like that, bro. They is on your head. Pick up a stick and do something to somebody. We're putting oh, yo. Plan. I gotta be real with you, man. I looked in the show notes. Yeah. And I I looked at the show notes and I had already seen everything except for that one video. And I was like, I was like, all right, whatever. I'll just watch it when they play. It. Yeah. That's fucking so funny. Pick He's up so a stick. Bro, We're putting so that in funny. our soundboard, bro. Pick up a stick is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, Anytime the fighter doesn't want to fight, we're playing what? pick up a what? stick. It's just, it's so true though, man. <laughs> like this guy is just living his life for the last like, what, three months? And yeah. it was just 
fucking talking shit about everything. Like his <laughs> wife, his his entire life, his Holy fucking shit. Like everything. And he's just done nothing. Bobby Green, you're a legend, bro. Oh, oh bro, that's God. so Pick funny, up man. a stick. Honestly, like, and this is just me. There's something about the way Bobby Green says it, too. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's so disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, bro, he's not even trying to be mean. He's just, like, like, just do it already. Like, <laughs> bro, that's so funny. Like a disappointed dad or something. It's hilarious. <laughs> What do you think Aaron Gary should do? Do you think he should keep his silence or eventually say something? He's going to fight someone. Yeah, I mean, he's got and he's going to make a statement. He, he has to fight someone that's been talking shit about him. Yeah. He does. I mean, the other thing with Ian Gary is he tr- like he tried to do, to to grab the situation and address it, and it just everyone just then kept shitting on him. Yeah, well, yeah. Which but is like, his his tr- attempt to grab the situation and address it was to send other fighters threatening tweets. Oh yeah, no. You know exactly. what I mean? Was he was like he nah. was like he was like he was like if you don't, I'm gonna. He was threatening. He was threatening legal action. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's like like a rich kid <laughs> yeah, like hiding exactly. behind his dad. Like, my my dad's a lawyer. My final straw was um when he did that video. Oh, they didn't make me mad. They just made me more focused. I'm like, shut the fuck up, bro. Just fight. <laughs> like you keep fucking talking. I like well, my suggestion. Fight, he's booked to fight Jeff Neal in two and a half weeks. Jeff Neal has beef with him too because of that uh, whole no, mugshot shit. No, mugshot shit. Oh, okay. When uh, he had a shirt with Neil, Ma- uh, not Neil, uh, Jeff, Jeff Neal. Neal's uh, mugshot on it. That's how that whole beef started with him, Neil Magny, Kevin Holland. That's why Kevin Holland's on his ass too because of that whole mugshot shit. I don't know, man. I feel like Ian Gary puts it on himself. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah. Like, I, I don't feel no sympathy, bro. No. You no. talk shit. Bro, you talk about the most outlandish shit about people. You posted a guy's mugshot on a shirt, try to get fame off of it. You talked about how Neil Magny beat his kids when it wasn't true. Well, he's just playing like, like both sides. He plays both sides of the. You can't be. You can't be. Uh, you can't like be the the aggressor and then play victim. When yeah, you, you know what I mean. Like, oh, and the the be, mugshot wasn't from hitting kids, right? It was a DUI. No, no, no. no. I'm talking about Neil Magny was the hitting kids. Oh, okay. I didn't know what the mugshot for um, Jeff was. Okay, but yeah, you think Bobby Green and uh, Ian Gary ever meet? That's like, so. that would be a good fight. Ian Gary fights at 170. He's a big. He's a big 170. Mm, Bobby, Bobby Green can go up. I don't know. He's a he's a lightweight and he doesn't. Like, I'm pretty sure he's fought at welterweight before. How, how long do you think do you think Bobby Green keeps fighting? I think Bobby Four Green's years? in the Jim Miller phase. Four years. Right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if Bobby Green's ever been chasing belts, he? but let's see. I got it. I want to say he's 36. He is 37. 37. I yeah. give him four more years. He can fight in his 40s, especially with his style. Yeah, I mean, he's well. It's also like he hasn't seemed. Uh, he doesn't take that much damage. Yeah, either. well, there's there's guys that like as they're getting older and they're they're kind of like slowing down. You can see it. He's yeah. getting better. You know what I mean, he's he, he, he it's not like you're looking at his fights and like oh yeah that guy. Looks yeah, good. No, he's, he's getting you know, better. So he doesn't look bad. He, you look at his fights and it's the same problem. It's always not problem, but it's the same thing. It's always been. It's it's a stylistic thing, right? If it's mm-hmm. a wrestler, Bobby Green generally gets taken down. Yeah. and submitted or just wrestled. But if it's someone who's willing to play the Bobby Green boxing game and strike with him, those are always fun fights. And he. He's winning those fights still, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. Like, right. it's, it's not like uh, when he loses it, you know, it doesn't look like an old man. No, getting, no. Getting, he's either getting, getting beat by someone who's clearly yeah, yeah. deserves just, to win or he just he's 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 in there doing the same thing he's always been doing. Yeah, it doesn't look like he's, you know, <coughs> moving backwards. Like there's even there's guys like I'm trying to think of an example. I can't think of one off the top of my head um, who, you know, they're like Frankie Edgar. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, he won the belt, lost the belt, and then he hung around for a while in title contention and then he kind of moved down a peg and he yeah. wasn't really in title contention anymore then he was kind of a gatekeeper and then he wasn't even really a gatekeeper anymore he was just a guy who used to be really big that they didn't want to cut and then he yep. hang around there and even though like sometimes he was 
he would win fights here and there. He it wasn't slower. like, yeah, it was like, it was like every fight that he won, he looked worse than the fight that he won before Dominic that. Cruz would be a good and example. every fight that he lost, yeah. he looked worse. Than I that. just found yeah. something interesting. You're just talking about Jim Miller. He was supposed to fight Jim Miller twice before he just got booked again. Both of them got canceled and now he's fighting him at 300. That's awesome. Hopefully that one for that one yeah. goes through. So, yeah. But um yeah, Bobby Green, I, I agree with you. He doesn't seem like an old man, especially even when he loses. Like he goes yeah, out on yeah. his shield. That's so. what I mean. He doesn't he doesn't look like an old man no. like getting whooped. And if you yeah. look at the people he's fought and who he's lost to, Rafael Faziv, Tiago Moises, uh Islam, Islam Jude Dober, Jalen Turner, so like pretty much killers. Exactly. Yeah, like good guys, right? Yeah. So he lost to Dustin Poirier so early on. So the wild is yeah. the answer. He's going to be around for a while, which I like. I, like, I give I him like four Bobby. more years. Yeah. I give him four. I like, I like him. Uh, yeah. Stick around for a while. I, I, I hope he does. It's so important for the UFC as a brand to have those guys that aren't title contenders, but can stick around and be marketable names. Yeah. It's so yeah. valuable to a company, right? Well, they're 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 gatekeepers too, right? Yeah. They're, they're, yeah, they're super, super important to a promotion, right? They're, yeah. They're someone for them to test guys on. Is Ian Gary booked? Ian Gary? Uh, he, we just talked about that. With Jeff Neal. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Is that 300 as well? No, that's uh, February 17th. 17th, okay. Oh, that's recent. That's, yeah, that's going to... Yeah, two and a half weeks. We're about to see if he can uh, back it up or not. If he goes out there and gets knocked out, the next pot is about to be legendary. I'm just telling you that now. <laughs> um, Rob is becoming likable. He's always been like, yeah, he's always been like, he's always been like, ah. I'm excited to put that on the, on the pre-show thing. He's always been like, yeah, I think, I think people on Twitter, his style, the people on no, Twitter just, that like, he's been getting people, people have been like, the same people that yelled on Anik are yelling about, yeah. didn't he get a lot of hate after basically retiring Aldo from hugging on him for like an entire round? Oh, I don't think so. Oh, maybe I've been seeing things, but yeah, let's play the, the mob is, video. Yeah, who's, who's, who are we reading from Twitter? Yeah, right. you're right. <laughs> Twitter comments to Rob's figure out who's It's like when he when he when he took Sean O'Malley's jacket. Jack, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was hilarious. Yeah, that so, was a, well, the funny. video he put it was that he, week, didn't, which, he just disappeared and then came back into screen with the jacket yeah. on. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> you see like, the video where he's, he's, <laughs> uh, he's trying to like get someone to take his jacket, like um, Sean. Uh, yeah, yeah, Sean. Just trying to get someone to take his jacket, mm. and he just like snuck up and just grabbed and it and kind of like took it. He still uses the jacket. Yeah, to this and day. then he just like and then he disappeared off screen. And he came back into screen with the jacket on and just stood silently, completely still in the background. This show was fucking yeah. hilarious. Dude, have you seen the video of him uh, trying to swim in ice? Or like, not that's a bad way to put it. So he, he's in his home country and he's at the edge of like a frozen river. Yeah, yeah. and he's he going to, to like jump in. He tries to jump in and just splits his head open. Yeah, and hits the fucking ice. <laughs> Me? <Huh? laughs> that shit's hilarious. You guys are right. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, he's uh, you remember the video of him doing like acrobatics beside of a waterfall or some yep. shit? <laughs> yeah. But let's play yeah, the video. This, up this week, this was absolutely hysterical. this was fucking hilarious. I'm back with breaking news, everybody. So we know the champ Sean O'Malley called out number six guy Cheeto to avenge his loss. Of course, Cheeto Vera will beat skinny guy again and he will become UFC new champ. Already, Cheeto Vera called out number four Corey Sahangan to avenge his loss. I wanna kick out Corey Sahangan. Of course, Corey will beat Cheeto again and he will become UFC new champ. And Corey will call out number five Peter to get his loss back. Peter will win against Corey again. And Peter will call number two this handsome guy. And of course, this handsome guy will beat Peter again. And then here comes the news. I will avenge my loss and call out number 885 Frankie Science out of the retirement. What the fuck is going on, guys? And hey, Henry Cejudo, what are you talking about me? Don't think I forget about you. I'm about to retire Aljamain Sterling's butt plug. His name is not Marat. It's Marat. 
brain damage. We have a result from hospital, and Isehudo has a longer tongue than himself. But no worries, Dr. Merab will fix this problem on February 17th. See you there, Henry. I'm coming for you. Yo, I absolutely love Marab. Uh, he called. Yo, he called. Marab's funny as fuck. He called Suhudo brain dead and said he has a longer tongue than he's than his height. Oh my! I mean, yeah, Suhudo has been talking a lot of shit recently. So I mean, Suhudo always talks shit, right? Who do you guys have for that fight, Marab or uh, Suhudo? So I went back and watched um, a compilation of Marab versus Piotr Jan, and mm -hmm. it was just like it was a compilation of Marab all twenty-two. Uh, Takedown attempts? Take, not takedown attempts, takedowns. Takedowns. He landed 22 that fight? There was, he had some unreal pace. Fuck. I, I, yeah, I could be completely off with the number, but what was blowing me away was looking at, you're watching this compilation, you're going, all right, so he shoots for a takedown, it's like a minute of the round. Then it's like a minute later, and that's the next one. And then mm -hmm. it's a minute later, and that's the next one. And it's the pace, it's the speed, it's the explosiveness, and the lack of, he's just not getting tired. Is he like the bantamweight version of Colby Covington just for better striking? No. 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 Like, like Marab is so the unique. wrestling style. I need to watch more Marab fights. Right. Oh, uh, yeah. Colby Covington has a very American style of wrestling. Marab mm -hmm. is a very right. much more I like mean, is Sambo? No. No. It, well, see, I don't want to say that Colby's, I mean, he 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 has an American style of wrestling, but he's blended it well with cage work mm -hmm. when he is done well in fights. I don't want to tell, his last performance was fucking yeah. so bad. I don't even like to even, but anyways. But if you watch his fights where he's done well, his cage work is stellar and he's super high. He mixes his strikes in with his wrestling. Yeah. He'll, he'll break, strike, re-engage, strike from engage, right? He'll even just use his reaction almost to set things up. Very good. Um, but he still, he almost like chain wrestles off the cage. Yes. Which is super fucking difficult to deal with. Oh, super difficult to deal with. But it's a very American style of wrestling, like that chain wrestling. Marab, it's not that he doesn't string his wrestling together, technique to technique, but it's just, it's not. It's what would not, you say his style is? I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. It's a tough one. Like yeah. it, it's uh, his wrestling is very good, but I just, just to say like he, his style of wrestling is different than, than the, the American style. Yeah. Okay. Like then it, it, it's not that he's not ch stringing his takedowns together, but he's not so much chain wrestling as he's grinding right. the takedown yeah. to the next takedown. It's, mm -hmm. yeah, it's a little bit different. Okay. He doesn't miss a takedown and then immediately reshoot. He's kind of like, well, so he's that's got a hold of an ankle. Yeah. That's not what I'm like, chain like wrestling would be like chain wrestling would be like, so in, in like American wrestling, like when you talk about chain wrestling, be like, okay, like um, you shoot, uh, you shoot a single transition to a double transition to the back, sit out, re-engage to the, to the, to the ankle, shoot to a high crotch, uh, uh, guy post, you arm drag, try to, and then eventually it's like, you're like, you're stringing. It's like one, mm. one, two, three, four, five. And eventually one of them works and you get to the position. Kind of like the Dagestani fighters, right? We will know. So like the, the Dagestani fight, the, Dagestani fighters, yeah, yeah. Jesus, I can't talk. <laughs> Dagestani fighters, they're like, they're on your hips. Okay. And then they're just on your fucking. Mm. And then you go to move, and then as you're moving, that little pocket of opening that you created, they take that pocket. They take it, okay. And then that little pocket of movement that you create as you're moving, they take that pocket. So you're you're moving in one direction the whole time. They're kind of described as pressure wrestlers. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Okay. So you're moving in one direction the whole time, whereas like American wrestling, it's like you're not moving in the same direction. It's mm. like you go left, they go left, you go right, they go right, you go left, they go left, you go right, they, you, they go right. right. Yeah. Eventually you go left, they don't go left in time, you get to where you want to be. I see. Mm. You know what I mean? It's mm. like you're going you're going like one, two. So all it's like the, a game it's, of air hockey. Yeah, it's all chained together. That's why it's like it's chain wrestling. Yeah. So mm. you're you're doing techniques that transition to each other, but you're not grinding the same technique. So it's like the difference if you look at like jitsu guys, it, it this is like is like um the difference between like dynamic guard passers and pressure passers. Okay. Yeah. So like 
for like for like so like if I'm when I play like I'm a I'm a heavy pressure passer. So I'll if I'm standing like you know I always stand up to pass. I'm passing on the knees, but I say I stand up, I'll break guard, and then the first thing I usually do is I'll shoot to it to like a um, a knee cut, but I'll hit like a heavy knee cut where I'm on the hips. And then as they post, I'll sprawl onto the leg mm-hmm. and I'll just take half guard. I'm like, yeah. fuck, I don't give a shit. I'll take half guard. I'm, I'm in a half guard now. And then I'm, I sprawl and I try and stop them from locking the legs. And I, and I sprawl on half guard and then I'll grind from half guard into cross side. Yeah. But I'm not like, whereas like you'll see dynamic guys where they'll go like bullfight pass. They'll go to step around the legs. Buddy will like, will go to like post and then they'll hit like a leg drag. And then as the leg drag hits, they'll, they'll like, you know, they'll, it's like a very like, not flashy, like, I mean, a lot of times it's flashy, but it's the techniques aren't all kind of in one direction. I see. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like you're doing one thing and then as they react to that, then you, you're you, reacting, you, you react to the opening and then you react to the opening. So you're kind of like you're 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 moving laterally until you are able to move. Limp. OK, whereas like the, the pressure style is like you are constantly moving in one direction and when there's and space you, you and take yeah it. when like yeah it's like you're moving in one direction and you'll just stall out until you can continue moving in that direction okay, okay. right so it's like <clears throat> and 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 when you can't you might you might wait a second and if you have to you might move backwards to continue moving forward but you don't move laterally until you absolutely cannot continue moving forward okay so it's like you are constantly moving forward until yeah like you, you, you're, it's like you take every single inch as it gets exposed until you are in a position where you literally can't move forward anymore. And then you move laterally and then you continue moving forward until you can't move forward. Real good. Right. Whereas instead of like, you're just like moving different, both suck to yeah. deal with. Like both are really difficult to deal with, but it's just slightly different style. How do you think Henry's going to deal with that though? Because Henry is American wrestling. Yeah. So. But his stance is also very not wrestling. karate like stance. It's, it's, a karate, it's yeah. not a wrestling stance. Yeah. I mean like the thing is, is like. You think Henry's going to try to wrestle him Rob? Well, we got it. So we got to remember like wrestling is still wrestling. Yes. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's like just like it's the same. There's stylistic differences in every sport. Yes. Um, I mean, we talk specifically about combat sports. Like, there's stylistic differences in every aspect of it. So, like boxers, there's guys that like Mike Tyson and Muhammad Ali and Tyson Fury. They're, yeah, they're all all have boxers. completely different styles. Yeah. I mean, if anything, Tyson Fury and Muhammad Ali's styles are a little bit more similar. That's similar. Tyson. Mike Tyson is more for right? pressure but and movement. The idea that like they can't deal with each other. I mean, they're the best in the world. They, they would be fights, yeah. but mm-hmm. the idea that like one guy's style won't be able to be dealt with by another guy with a different style. You know what I mean? It yeah, still comes like down to who's doesn't better. Beat everything. Yeah. Yeah. It still comes down to who's better. Yeah. You know yeah. What I mean, like there's still every style has a way of dealing with the advantages of the other style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just who's better executing their style. Yeah. Getting back you know down I mean? to the basics. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, to say like, you know, the American wrestling style of chain wrestling can't deal with the Dagestani style, mm. or I mean, it's it's like a, a Russian style, yeah, yeah, yeah. I call it, of like, of like pressure. It's, it's, it's not, it's, it's Sambo. Sambo, yeah, yeah. Sambo style. But the Dagestani's right? made it popular. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. But this, so this is like, and this is, you, I, I, you see it in jiu-jitsu too, like the Sambo style of guard passing and stuff. Mm. Um, it's the idea that like jiu-jitsu can't deal with Sambo or yeah. American wrestling can't deal with Sambo style wrestling. It comes down right? to the player right? of it. Yeah, mm. or like, or that like, you know, people are like, what's better, Sambo or jiu-jitsu? It's like, well, who's, who's, who's doing, doing it? it? Yeah. What are they doing it for? Who, yeah, who's doing it, yeah. right? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, we can, we can compare the pros and cons of the rule class and the advantages that it gives to the fighter, right? Like yeah. that's a real discussion, right? But like, the fighter has you to don't still see, go to yeah, advantage You don't see it. jiu-jitsu guys with very good wrestling anymore because yeah. the, you get two points and that's it. And then you can jump guard. So guys just jump guard now. So we can talk about that. Mm-hmm. But to be like, you know, what's better? Like 
No, I, I was, who's better at doing the thing? Yeah, I wasn't well, asking who's rules? better. I'm just asking basically who, no, no, no. who's yeah. gonna. Yeah. I got you. I yeah, guess yeah. you're saying you don't know mm. need, but but it's just like when you you're like, well, how are they gonna deal with that? Mm. Well, the, the way that they always deal with it. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Well, well, you, I who do you have for up. that fight? Interestingly enough, I, so, oh, sorry. Henry Cejudo, he only averages two takedowns a fight. Would you think for he relies more on his striking now? Early in his career, he relied on his wrestling, but now he relies more on his striking. Well, I'm just I'm, it, he's because we averages two point zero seven takedowns per per fight, mm-hmm. which you'd think would be a lot higher. So, does can you pull up like the, can you see how much uh, ground time he has, like control time he has in the fights though? Uh, let me I'll, if you give me a sec, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I know early in he's his career, five round fight, with three takedowns. That's true. Yeah, yeah. he's controlling three the whole time. Yeah, control. Right. I know early in his career when he before he fought uh, DJ the first time. He was known as just a wrestler. And then fighting DJ made him more into a striker. And then he developed the karate style and kind of just developed his boxing as well. That's why now he relies more on his striking than he does his wrestling. But uh, I personally, I got Marab winning this. Um, I, I, I'm going to be real with you. I kind of want Suhudo to retire. Um, I wanted him to stay retired. I don't know why he came back. I thought he was going to retire after losing um, when he came back, but he decided to stay. So I want Marab to win this fight. Um, just to... I want more nuance to the division. I'm tired of having these old guards keep trying to get their title shots. Fucking Sudo has been here since what? When when was DJ in there? Like oh eight, oh nine. Counterpoint is though, if he's good enough to be up there, right? Is he? He lost. Yeah, to the champ at the time. Yeah, he lost to Aljo. Yeah, and it was clean. Okay, but he's. That's one loss, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's out of contention yet. Yeah, he's annoying. I, I, he's totally, he's <laughs> no, annoying it's as not shit. That he's out of contention, out of contention, but it's like you're hired. You yeah, no, the way he dealt like, with that situation just, is annoying. I mean, it's just like it's all over. And now he's and now he's saying, "Oh, I'm still thinking about yeah. retirement." It's like, bro, just just, just do hang it up, bro. Yeah. Do do what you're gonna do, and then shut the fuck up. Yeah, like so. Do I like watching Henry fight? Yes, he's an incredible fighter, but I'm just tired of the saga, bro. Just like. Pick a side. If you're going to yeah. retire, retire. If you're not, that. not. Like, I'm tired of hearing you every fight, yeah, yo. I'm thinking about retirement. Don't like him. I don't think that there's a lot of people that like him. Like, yeah. As a, yeah. Yeah. Just mm. like, well, I just, he's just not, he's not like. Uh, and he yeah, has biases just, too. Yeah, don't you realize that the like, guys he trains with, he always bashes the other person. Yeah. 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 That's what I mean. He's just like, he's just like a, I don't know. Like, oh, no. He's, he's a little weird guy. That's mm. for yeah, sure. He's a weird little, weird, weird little fucker. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Right. Like. Uh, what were you uh, looking at for? Um, I was trying to find his control time. I can't find his control time though. I know he's not in the top ten total control time in the in UFC history. I can tell you that much. No, but I don't know. I don't. Uh, I don't know his average control time. Well, uh, we'll go to the next topic, which is Taporia disses Yair. I actually just saw this in the middle of class. It was like I think this happened like an hour ago. You want to go to the article, Ben? I gotcha. This one right here. Yeah. So he says, I don't win fights because of my opponent's, or, well, he's basically talking about Brian Ortega when his shoulder pop out. So he said, I don't win fights because of my opponent's shoulder. Shoulder pops out. I don't win fights because they beat me up. In the fifth round, uh, he threw an elbow that didn't, he didn't even know where it was coming from. He's talking about the fight with a uh, zombie when he threw that crazy elbow at the last second. Uh, they use me as, they don't use me as a rag in fights. Basically saying the only reason they use Yair is because he's exciting, but he also gets beat up in every single fight. Do you guys agree with that? I don't agree with that. Um... And let's talk about Ilya kind of just being the, the, the not the shitbag, but the trash talker of that division. Like, he says that Volk, I'm going to finish him early. I mean, yeah, yeah. he's like, uh, yeah, yeah you beat Josh Emmett, beat Brian Ortega. Yeah. Like, I don't, I think right there, you're, he's a contender. He's a good fighter. It's not like, you think Ilya's saying that because he knows he's a contender? Probably. 
Yeah, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot there to to, to unpack. Yeah, I mean, he's not wrong. I, I mean, Ortega's shoulder did pop out. Shoulder pops out. He did beat. Okay, but he he all, was losing that zombie fight until the last second. How many people have lost fights because of it? Yeah, a lot. You know yeah, I mean? that's so part of the that's, fight game, right? That's part of the fight game. So as much as it sucks. And it is like when it happens, you're like, fuck, man, what would have been like if this guy didn't get injured mm. to take the fight away from the guy that won? Yeah. Tapori versus Yair would be an insane fight, though. Um, I don't win because they beat me up. And in the fifth round, an elbow that I don't. Talking about that elbow that he hit with zombie. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, sounds like you got caught then. Yeah. It sounds, <laughs> like, sounds like you get caught. Yeah. Like, sounds like you pull off. I mean. If we're really okay, Ilya, I'm gonna be real with you. Some like, of your fight, like, I seen you get your head damn like near saying, taken off in one of your fights against Jay Herbert. That's like, well, that's that's like, like saying, saying Shale, like Shale I don't Sun win. And Anderson Silva because it was a minute left and Shale should. Well, won. it's mm. like saying I don't win because I have a, a a big overhand right that I can knock people out with. Like, yeah, Ilya's undefeated. Why is that right? a bad thing? Yeah, if you you won, you win. That's, yeah, that's how you win is by by winning a fight. Like I don't. Um, that would def- that's what defines you as a good fighter is yeah, someone who wins fights. You know what I mean? So, it, and not only that, but the fighter who can be losing and still pull it off at the end, that's actually says more about them than anything. Yep. Right. Mm. The, the guy that can go into the, that, that can, that can like go into the, go into the fire and pull it out. <clears throat> yeah. They can go into the fifth round. That's why we all loved Leon Edwards losing, head kick. You know yep. what I mean? The guy that can go into the fifth round losing and, and, and still mentally be present enough to go like fuck this shit. Yep. I'm not accepting a loss. It's now or no time or it's yep. now or now or never. It's go time. Like I got to I got to pull this off and then fucking pull it off. Like yeah. that almost says more about their ability to like to continue winning, right? Cuz cuz everyone eventually everyone is going to have a bad day. Oh yeah. Where they come in and the shit just isn't clicking and they they thought they were more prepared than they were or whatever it is. That the thing that separates the 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 guys, you know, who are the 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 greats from the good are the guys that can go in there on their bad days, have a not great performance, and still find a way to fucking pull it off. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, that's John Jones. Yeah. yeah. John Jones goes in there, even the days that he's not doing great, like, he still finds he just a way. Finds a way. Mm-hmm. That, that's the, 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 the greats find a way. Sometimes yeah, well, think you just, just gotta fucking find a way. Think about the fucking armbar Vitor you know? Adam in. Like, yeah. yeah fuck. Right? Exactly. Right. And that's in all sports, though, too. Well, right. That's, they, that's what they talk about, like, the difference between a, a regular season player and a playoff player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The guy that can, in, you know, in, when the in the playoffs, fucking game game fucking seven or game five or whatever. Yeah. yeah I don't, I don't, you can tell. I don't watch <laughs> LeBron fucking, James. You know what I mean? Game yeah. five. He's going you know, back to like LeBron, the 80s. Le, Le, LeBron games can, Le, LeBron, <laughs> Le, LeBron games can get in there and stand at center ice and, and, <laughs> Wait, and, what? and, and shoot a touchdown. <laughs> but, but no, but you know what I mean? Like, it's like the guy that can get in there, like, like the difference between like a regular season player and a playoff player is the yeah, guy yeah. That when, when the money's on the line and it, yep. and it, actually fucking matters like mm. and it, it's not you can't lose a game yeah you know i mean in regular season as much as sucks lose a game you can lose a game and it's not the end of the world it's Playoffs, like the difference it fucking does matter yeah. or the fucking super bowl it's like you go, yeah. you go to the super bowl yeah and you everything win. fucking matters this is it this uh, is the, this is everything matters yeah. over this like two hours or whatever mm. this is when you have to be perfect or not be perfect, but this is when you have to make it happen. Yeah, and, and I'm going to help your narrative. So it's kind of like James Harden. He gets to the playoffs and flames out all the time and compared to a guy who goes to the playoffs like a Curry or LeBron who goes there and actually performs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Okay. But, but I think another thing is, and this goes for more than MMA, I hate in any sport when someone's like, well, we would have won if this. Or yeah, we only lost because of this. Yeah. The end of the day, you play the, you play the game. 
The whole thing. You don't mm-hmm. play 55 yeah. minutes, then a bad holding call happened. You don't, yeah. like, there's the rare ca- exception to Johnny Walker, I'm in the desert thing where things yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. But for the most part, if you lose, it yeah. doesn't matter if it was in the first 10 seconds or the last 10 Yo, seconds, how, you lost. How did you manage to lose then is the thing. It's like yeah. if you were that far ahead yeah. and you were, you were that dominant and you managed to shit the bed that badly in the last minute or two or three of the fight, mm-hmm. like, what happened? Fuck happened. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're not entitled to the win yeah, until the last belt. Yeah. Do you think Ilya is just trying to set up another fight for when he's a champion? Because he really believes he's going to finish Volk in the first. So. I mean, maybe. He might yeah, also just be talking shit. I don't. He might just be talking you shit. Don't bet against Volk. Yeah. I'm no, I'm not betting. I'm no, not no, betting. I'm just saying. Like, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I would never yeah. bet against Volk. No. You know what I mean? It's going to be a good fight regardless, though. I think it'll be a good fight, but I just, I think, I think Volk. Humbles him? Yeah. I think, yeah. The, I was thinking about it the other night. Well, humbles, I don't know. I don't know that he humbled, but humbles him, but I think he wins. I think Volk right now is in a weird position where a lot of people like, uh, what's the Roy Jones Jr.? Like, y'all must have forgot. He's like yeah. a wounded. Yeah, people like, see him as a wounded Volk, gazelle right yeah, now. Volk, two losses to Islam. Mm-hmm. They saw him get head kicked. I think people have forgot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. And it, again, like, I mean, because I just said, like, I don't like when I win, but, you know, you do to an still like. Well, went up a weight category. Yeah, there's context. Right, yeah. Like, the context mm-hmm. is still relevant when you're considering, like, okay, he went up a weight category, um, and then he he lost a fight that a lot of people said he should have won. Yeah. yeah. And if not, it was the fight of the year, yeah, arguably. Fight of the year. Still, no matter what, mm-hmm. it was still, a, yeah. it, it wasn't a bad performance. And he, he didn't have a bad performance. Whole, and he yeah. didn't, it wasn't, like, after that fight, anyone was looking at his performance going, like, oh, man, like, that was shit. Like, what happened? Worst There's never been a shit vault and performance. He yeah. completely changed the, we, before that, people viewed Islam Makhachev yeah, as untouchable. Differently. Completely different. And then Islam starts stuffing takedowns, takes mm-hmm. him down, yeah. getting back up. Change the perspective on Volk, Islam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. But, but uh, uh, and then second fight, he got head kicked in the first round. But he even he said also, he shouldn't have took that. Yeah, he took that fight on on twelve like, days notice, yeah, mm-hmm. less than two weeks notice. Yeah, which I think again, bet on I yourself like, would be great. I don't like. I don't like when guys like if you take a fight on short notice, you're saying. I think I can win this fight yep. on short notice, mm-hmm. right? You're not saying like, I'm going to take this fight. If I win, it shows how good I am. If I lose, like, ah, I don't know. Like, you know, it's not really, it's just, that's a cop out. Like that's yeah. a cop yeah, yeah. out, right? Um, so he's, he lost that fight. Like he did absolutely lose that fight. Makachev is, is 2-0 on him. I mean, depending on the first fight, cause there is yeah. like a good argument to say that he should have won the first fight. But, one and one and a half. You know what I mean? But whatever. Yeah. He still, he lost that second fight. Yeah. Absolutely lost that second fight. But he took the fight on 12 days notice to say that he's not who he's who he, he used to be because he's lost two yeah. or because he's lost those two fights. Like, I don't think that's fair. You know I, what I mean? I, I don't think that's fair to take those two fights as evidence that he's not the dominant champ that he's been in his division. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, you know what I mean? This is like a, a allow me to reintroduce myself moment for him. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. This can go either way, but I definitely believe it's going to be a good fight regardless. Uh, I totally agree. Yeah, these are two high-level strikers. Tapori has a good ground game. Uh, I don't think Volk is going to be able to, like... Because, you know, when Volk starts getting tired of striking, he just out-grapples guys. I mean, he out- I think he out-grinds guys a lot. Yeah, and yeah. he has, like... like he his cage work is great. He has a lot. He has power like, in his ground and pound, too. Yeah. So, but both guys do. That's what I'm saying. It's going like, to be a good fight. Just, like, that 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 mounted guillotine that he survived. Oh, oh my God. Yo, I was such a Brian like, Ortega fan when that happened. I was screaming at my TV. Yeah. Like, that was apparently... Like, what was that? I don't remember if it was... If it was Brian Ortega. It was Brian Ortega. Yeah. Said, like I could hear him gargling. Yeah. Yep. He's like on his back gargling. It was just holding on. His to head it, like, is purple. But yeah. twice he caught him in a guillotine and then caught him in a triangle. Both he didn't tap. Yeah. That was, was so chilling. Is after like I'm sometimes I think like oh it's just cinematics or whatever. But Volk in a press conference saying I I was in the choke and I thought about my family and mm-hmm. I wasn't going back a loser to my family. Yeah. I'm like holy shit. Like you're on the verge of passing out and that's what you're thinking of. 
fuck. And all he did was just kept moving his hips. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Like it's crazy. Like uh, uh, like when we talk about guys that like pull it off. Like man, that's someone who pulls it off. Mentality. I mean, if you are you're you're just when you know you're fucked and you're like, well. He's I'll gonna, get through it. He's not going to kill me easily then. Fuck yeah. this guy. Well, think about it. Volk you know? was yeah. what? That's a completely different mentality than 90% of the people on planet Earth. Well, yeah. you know his mentality from the fact that he was a rugby player that was like 285 and then dropped- 214. 214 and then yeah. dropped all the way to 145. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. So, I mean- yeah, <laughs> you can I mean, de- not to be rude. If you look at him in his rugby days, he's a very different athlete. Yeah. Like rugby is a very different sport to play rugby at five, six. You got to yeah, be a very yeah. different athlete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a bowling ball. He was a bowling yeah. ball. But, but also like that's, I mean, if you want to want to like that, the fact that he was walking around that way. Oh my God. And yeah. he was that like, cause it, if you're, you're playing rugby, you're not a bodybuilder. No, you're like no. an actual athlete. So yeah. you're strong. Mm-hmm. You're strong yeah. and you're fast. Like, the, the tendon and ligament density that you gain when you're that size, that doesn't go away when you lose the weight. Yeah. So that's going to make like he's, I would bet, I would bet money that he's probably one of, if not the strongest people in the division. Probably. Like just yeah. Pound for pound, yeah. probably. Yeah. Like strength. That, like farmer like, strength. Yeah. In, yeah. His, in his division, he's probably stupid fucking strong. Like there's a whole bunch of things that happen. Like when you gain muscle, so like um, one, uh, like the ligaments and tendons that support your joints and stuff, they have to, there's conjecture on whether, uh, um, uh, ligaments can strengthen but uh, generally they think now that ligaments themselves can actually get thicker as well but uh tendons for sure can get stronger yeah right so the tendons and ligaments in the joint get get larger uh and they get stronger right your body lays down more didn't that happen to yorel when he tore broke his audible they were talking about like that yeah well that was that's the the bone bone, but and then also the muscle itself so your muscle you can kind of grow new muscle cells, but that's not really, it's not usually what happens. You technically, I think at the end of the muscle and hyper extended length, you can, but um, when you, when you get bigger, like when you work out a bunch, your muscle cells themselves get bigger, mm. right? And then as the cells get bigger, your body has to um, accommodate. Yeah. Your body has to accommodate the larger cells. So it actually just creates a second and third fourth nuclei in the muscle cell itself. Um, and then when you lose weight, the muscle cell shrinks, but it doesn't lose the extra nuclei it, or it takes a long time for the extra nuclei to go away because it's right. This is why like when guys are like, are like really big and then they lose weight, they gain it back faster mm-hmm. than somebody who was never that size. It's because mm-hmm. they talk about like muscle memory. It's your body's like already adapted to being that size. Oh, that okay, so his body is already adapted to, to handling the stress and the loads mm-hmm. that he could when he was two, two, 14, two, 14, pro yeah. rugby. right? Yeah. And then to go from that, so his body, like his joints, his ligaments, his tendon strength and his, his, like his muscle density is now in the body of somebody who's fighting at his weight. Okay. That's crazy. Right. Yeah. That's crazy. It's crazy. Right. So yeah. If I I have to give any advice to Alex and you probably won't even listen to me, your pro fighter, get back to those leg kicks. Because you remember when he fought Max and destroyed the legs? To Poirier, boxing style is similar. He doesn't do as much volume, but I feel like if Volk starts attacking those legs, to going to have a rough night. Just look at this guy, bro. We're we're looking at a photo of Volk in his rugby days. Yeah, he's a completely different guy. Imagine getting tackled by this guy. That would hurt. (laughs) Fuck. That would hurt. Look at the legs. Yeah, dude, he's a tank. Look at that, bro. An absolute tank. Fucking tank. When Volk retires, it's going to be a sad day in MMA. Yeah. Pray it doesn't happen soon. Nah. Um, Dan Hooker's calling out Dariush. I saw yeah. that. that. I like that fight, honestly. Do you? I do. Dariush is what, five now? Uh, in the rankings? Yeah. I, I'm thinking ranking-wise, legacy-wise, this fight, it, it makes sense. Ranking-wise, it doesn't. I don't know. Because Dariush has dropped two in a row now, right? Mm-hmm. And he was always, he, he never really got- Hooker a, won two, I think. 
Well, but Darius never got above that, like, number five anyways. Has he like, three for a bit? I don't think so. I mean, there. So, he, uh, his winning streak, Thiago Moises, Drew Dober, Frank Camacho, Drakkar Close, Scott Holtzman, Diego Fajeda, Tony Ferguson, Mateus Gamrot. Damn, it took him a minute to get the contenders. And then, he loses to Oliveira and loses to Saryukian. So, once he got the contenders, he started losing. Right. And then we're looking at, you bring up a guy named Dan Hooker who he kind of peaked, it seems like, and I, I mean that in a nice way, I guess, but he peaked in the Poirier fight. That's that's the highest he got on the rankings, yeah. right? Mm. Since then, so Dustin, since after Poirier, he lost to Chandler, beat Hasparat, Hacks Parat, mm. lost to Islam on short notice, lost to Arnold Allen. Now he's on a two-fight win streak beating Claudio Puelas and Jalen Turner. Okay, so win streak versus a lot. Uh, yeah. lot. And, he, and I mean, Jalen Turner's right now ranked number what? I think he's ranked. He's in top 10, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, exactly. So you've got a guy guy in the top 10 on a two-fight losing streak. I honestly don't hate it. Dan, who's been up there as well. I don't hate the fight. I just didn't... When I first saw it, it didn't make any sense to me. But now that you explain it, I can see why. You know, you got two guys that are moving in opposite directions. One guy wants to get up there, and the one guy wants to make sure he's still able to be there. Mm-hmm. And Darius has been open about saying he's not sure if he still has it anymore, and he wants someone to test him. That's a good test. You know, if, and I'm not sure... I don't have the... I'll pull up the rankings quickly, but who else is... Who else are they giving him? To Dan? Yeah. Uh, give me a sec. I'm trying to find the rankings. Because if he's back at lightweight, he's number, Dan Hooker's number 10. Lightweight, okay. Right? Number 10, yep. So, between Benil and Dan is Raphael Faziv and Jalen Turner. Yeah, you can't really give, yeah, you're right. Honestly. Sorry, you can't. Damn, I thought. Chandler's booked. I thought Benil Uh, was five. He's seven. Okay, now it makes more sense to me. I just didn't look at the rankings. Gaethje's booked. Oliveira's booked. Mm-hmm. Dos Anjos is booked. Saint Denis is booked. Dos Anjos is booked. Moicano is booked. booked. Bobby Green is yeah, booked. Yeah, the only one just shoot over. Yeah, it's the perfect. It's the perfect test for both of them. I think. I can go last. Seeing the places of the champion on the site now, fucking confusing. <laughs> Yo, that caught me off guard. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, actually, let's see what Dan actually said. My bad. All good. All good. So Benny's ranked above me, coming off a couple losses. But let's go, uh, let's go, baby. He's coming out and saying, yeah, he wants to see if he still got it. Uh, well, I'll check, brother. I'll check for you. Yeah, sounds about right. Dan Hooker does not run from a fight, so no. And both of these guys swing hard. So I mean, hey, man, I would definitely love to see this fight. Where I, would it be placed though? What do you mean? Like what, what card? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I mean they they just started booking into three hundred one. Yeah, you know, there's fight nights. Yeah, there is fight just, nights. You think this is the main event? I don't know. So what's Dan Hooker, mm-hmm. what's his last few fights look like? So he beat Jalen Turner and he beat um, Claudio Puelas. He broke his okay. arm in the Jalen Turner fight. That's why he hasn't yeah. fought in a minute. Okay. No, yeah. but that's fair then, I guess, because he's so he's won his last two. Then? Won his last yeah. two, and the ones before that okay. were two losses to Islam. No, no but that's, so yeah. that's fair. If you've won your last two, it's reasonable to be calling out guys above you. Yes. If he wins this, is if he back in contention? Calling out guys above you, it's like you yeah. don't get to do that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um. So that's fair, right? And if he's calling out... Darush and Darush has kind of been touching all the last little bit. That seems like a reasonable. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like whether it gets set up or not, but it seems like a reasonable call out. And it, yeah. it seems like a smart call out, but it seems like a reasonable call out for mm-hmm. him to be calling out someone above him who's had a few losses, um, needs a win. Yeah. Yeah. He's had a couple wins, right? It that makes seems, sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it makes sense. It makes sense, right? Do you think Dan Hooker gets back any contention after this fight? I don't know. I think if he won, wins the fight, it puts him around number seven. Seven. Like, then he probably... Need, what's uh, what's Darush at again? Darush is at seven. He's at seven Darush. right now. Um, this would probably put him at seven. Next fight, maybe against... Yeah, it's not going to... The thing is, is if you beat a guy Damn. who's lost... His last few fights, you're you you you'll replace him in the rankings. You're not getting above where yeah, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. You, you, you don't get above the yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, regardless of how well you perform. Yeah, um, you have to like if you're beating a guy who's on a win streak, you might get 
uh, you might go above yeah. what he was at, but you're not going to. So it'll, it would place him at seven. Seven. And then he above him is Gamrot, Chandler, Saryukian, Poirier, Gaethje, Oliveira. Yeah. So maybe you give him the, like if that gets booked, you give him the winner of Gamrot versus RDA. That is a super you know, stacked that lightweight division. division is so fucking stacked. It's amazing. The prospects on the division is even crazier. Know, right? <laughs> like this is just the rankings. The prospect in the lightweight division is ridiculous. Well, uh, I mean, it's just like you look at a division that has, uh, that has like Saryukian. Mm-hmm. Ranked fourth, yeah, mm-hmm. right, and then under him is Michael Chandler, and then uh, Game Rock. Like, yeah, like we're not even in the top five anymore. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Well, you compare like, it to like the like look at light heavyweight number five or number six is Nikita Krylov. Yeah, right. Or you look at uh, one eighty five, where number five is Marvin Vittori. Fuck. And then it's like you go to lightweight, and number eight Raphael Fazeev. Yeah, it's literally crazy. all these guys from the top five of lightweight, all these guys can be champion. Yeah, yeah. Deadass. Either they were champions or fought for a belt. Yeah. Besides well, Sarukin. They're all like, you know, like there's some guys who it's like, if it wasn't for that one guy, they would have been champ. Yeah. All the way involved. Yeah. Right. right. Or like, or even like, um, like if Anderson Silva didn't exist, Chell would have been, Chill. Chill yeah. been champ. It's like, there's some guys that like, they're so good. Like, especially before the double champ era or mm-hmm. before yeah. the moving weight category. Same era. thing with Gufferson. If John yeah. Jones was Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Gufferson yeah. and John Jones. Guys that are so fucking good mm-hmm. that like, not only would they be champ, but they would be considered like, one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. Like, like if, if, if Jones, like if Jones never existed, if he, if he never became champ yeah. or like if he never went into MMA, like Gustafson would have been, would have been Jones. Yeah. Pretty you know much. I mean? Yeah. Like he would have been a dominant champ. Cause I don't think he loses right? that Cormier fight after, cause he fought Cormier after Jones, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. think he loses right. that Cormier fight if he fought him first time. Or even or even that, if Jones like think about Cormier. If yeah. Jones didn't exist, yeah. Cormier would have be been he would have been the best fighter of all time. All time. He would have yeah. been yeah. A, a, a double champ, double champ, champ defended, yeah. Mm-hmm. Smashed everyone. He would have been the gold me- like medalist. Like, yeah. He's a gold medalist? Yeah. I no, no, no. Bronze medalist. Okay. But he medalist. He's not even a medalist Olympian. 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 I don't think he medaled. I think that's why actually why he didn't But anyways, he would have been considered one of the greatest fighters, not just heavyweights or light heavyweights, he would have been one of the greatest sweaters all time yeah but just this one fucking guy exists right Mm -hmm. you look at the lightweight division there's like every yeah every single one of them are that guy fuck right crazy you look Oliveira, gagey uh poirier i'm not gonna lie it stops at like eight eight i would give it the like like, and then like you got like rda at 11 former champ yeah Yeah. that's (laughs) what i mean like it's such a stack like Oliveira, um gagey uh uh Poirier. Poirier. Is that Saryukin? Saryukin. Yeah, Chandler. Game Rot. Darush. Darush. I'm, I'm having a hard time reading these. Yeah, so Fazeev. Fazeev. So, okay, I would, yeah, Fazeev. And I would say eight. Yeah. Okay, Jalen so Turner. before Jalen Turner, so that's eight. So the top eight guys. Could be champions. The top eight guys could all be champion, and, yeah. and they, you wouldn't look at that guy and be like, oh, man, that's like... the they're they're like a, a, a short term champ. Yeah. yeah, you wouldn't be like, oh, that's a short term champ. Yeah, all of them, you'd be, you'd be like, oh man, is this the next guy to 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 be dominant? Like, yeah, there's there is no one in that division. Like it's it's say Islam Makachev doesn't exist. You're like, well, okay, who who would the champ be? And you're like, fuck. What's more exciting, the lightweight or bantamweight? Lightweight. You got lightweight. Yeah, I have bantamweight. Like I, as, I just, as exciting as bantamweight can be, lightweights are just more fun to watch. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's talk about. Dreek is saying that Sean admitted that he won during their little interaction after the fight. Uh, I think Dreek is like saying things. I think Dreek is, yeah, pretty much. I think Dreek is just said shit out of his ass. Saying, oh, you know, you didn't win that fight. He came to me in the cage, and this is, I think this is the first time publicly I'll say, say this, is he came to me in the cage directly after the fight before they announced me as the new champion. Yeah. 
And I went to him and I shook his hand and I said, you're a warrior, well done, it was a great fight. And he said, no, you definitely beat me. He said that so to he me. said it to you. He said to me, he said, you deserve it, uh, you won that fight. Saying, oh, you know you didn't win that fight. Hi, is it on? Yeah. I don't believe that one bit. <laughs> Sean just doesn't seem like the guy to actually admit that he lost. Well, be no, I think he, I think he'd be the type of guy yeah. to admit that he lost. Would Rodriguez? I don't think he would say it. Yeah, I think he'd be the type of guy that it would admit he lost. But I, I don't think that he said that. Okay. I like, I'm like, I, like I'm, I don't, yeah. I go back and forth because I'm like, they are, they did just get punched in the head for five rounds. And Sean also admitted you know? he won that fight. He said it multiple times that he thought he won that fight. Yeah, well, I just, it's also just like, it just seems like such a. So here's like, like, like I don't think that I don't think Sean's the type of guy to go up to the guy afterwards and say I won that fight and then turn around and. That's say, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, that's basically what I'm saying. He's the guy, the guy that would do both. So mm-hmm. let me just play devil's you know advocate because I, I, I do kind of agree with you, but I did see one clip. Where so Sean came back to his dress. It was Nina Drama posted it. Mm-hmm. When Sean got back to his locker room, he didn't know about the headbutt. Mm. He only found out because his coach showed him a not Eric Nixick, one of the other coaches showed yeah. him a video and said you got headbutted. Yeah, and that was a mean like he had like yeah, yeah. giant ass cut. Which is devil's advocate, right? If Sean like comes to the back and he's like, Man, that was a close fight, maybe he edged me out, and then he goes, uh, what pause. And he goes, <laughs> but fuck. Then his coach comes up to him, he's already pissed off, and he goes, Fuck, I got headbutted. Mm-hmm. Bullshit. Yeah. Right. Yeah, What's yeah. with that team always getting headbutted? The same thing happens to Chris Curtis. Well, was Chris Curtis? He's so oh, just right? legalized headbutt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> both of them got headbutted. Like I said, this last. last yeah, you said yeah. the live part, yeah, last part. Last part. I'm saying, just make them legal. Yeah. Fuck them. I don't know, Driguez. I think oh, you're talking out of your ass, bro. Actually, you know what? Sorry, this, this is off topic. But, yeah. But um, I forgot to to, to I was gonna. Sh- I think I shared this to the to the the uh, the group chat. Yeah. Um, but they're also talking about changing the rules. I have that in the notes. Opponent. Yeah, grounded yeah, yeah. opponent. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 we have that. We'll talk yeah, about yeah, it. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I just want to bring this up. Before yeah, no, hundred percent. I definitely believe Drake is talking out of his ass. Uh, this just makes me want Sean Strickland to get his rematch even sooner. Like, I don't know, man. How do you guys feel about Drake's champion? I don't know if Sean deserves a rematch. He never defended. He never defended it. So you give him one more fight. Like, if if, if we're gonna sit here and like we've all said, Izzy doesn't deserve the rematch with Sean. Mm-hmm. How can you justify Sean getting a rematch with Drakus? I only said that because I want Drakus. I want the belt off of Drakus. Because how do you guys feel as him as a champ? I don't mind it. Like I want, I want Sean. I just want Sean to have the belt back, bro. I don't want them to give it back to him. I want him to, to fight bro, and win it back. Everyone was trying to make Sean O'Malley the superstar. Did you see the interactions when Sean when Sean Trickling would get posted? Yeah, yeah. eleven million love views, love ten love million love views, love eight million views. This man is racking like it's un. Expected, but he's probably the superstar of, of not being allowed to talk. Yeah, pretty much. Um, one uh, thing I will say: if they're if he's racking up views, like you're saying, they might just give him the rematch. Yeah, they might they might just give him the rematch. Especially if Izzy's really didn't taking. They say, didn't they say they're not going to give it to him though? No, I think they're they they're, they're trying to line up the Izzy. They're trying to line up Izzy and Drikas because that's the closest. That's the next big fight. Is Izzy actually coming back or is he taking more time? I think off? Izzy's coming back. I only th- I think he said that because he wanted a break, but I think he's getting that itch again to come back. And now Drake is a champion. He has a reason to come back. And Pereira called him out. And too. Pereira called Both him out. I think Izzy just wanted a couple months to just be by himself, no one talking to him about fights, and then he's going to come back. I don't think he's taking that. Well, he definitely wasn't taking that seven year break, but I definitely see him coming back very soon. Probably summer, summertime. I can see. I think a lot of it's going to depend on how that division shakes out. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, this, uh, this could be like a like a John Jones scenario, right? Yeah. Just it's waiting like, for the just right. Waiting for the right yeah. guy to come back. Right? Yeah. Like, mm. Um, Cole's gonna like this. Ryan Clark suggests that the women's bantamweight division should be removed. It looked like a fight with between two people 
who got a game plan, and as they were walking to the octagon, they say, F the game plan, I'm going to do whatever the hell I want to do. It seemed like two people who knew good and dang well, it's no way they should be fighting for a championship. And if that is what's going to be the highest level of the bantamweight division for the UFC, there should be a serious discussion of getting rid of it. For so long, we were trying to figure out in the heavier division, it looked like a- What happened? That was it? That's it. Yeah. Okay. I, I love how funny DC finds this. Like he's just like, he's like, you're not allowed to say that. Yeah. <laughs> you're not allowed to say that. Are the mics on there? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, basically, Ryan Clark agreed with everything you just said. So, I mean. Yeah, because I'm right. He's a smart man. <laughs> Hey, I'm not dying on that hill, bro. <laughs> That's the hill I'm going to avoid, okay? Um, I do agree with that. I, I believe if this is what they're putting out for the women's bantamweight division, especially you're going to give title fights fucking damn near co-main events, just remove the division, bro. That's what I mean. Like, just remove the like, division. Look at that co-main event. It was you're a bad telling fight. me that everyone yeah. below them, like, the co-main event, that's supposed to be the se- like the second most interesting yeah. fight with the, the highest talent pool in on the card. The biggest draw. Do you think you honestly going to look me in the eye and tell me that anyone that bought that pay-per-view was tuning in for the co-main nah, event? Nah, I passed like, out until the main event. I'm on the end. left. But like, that's the thing. Like the co-main event is supposed to be like, you put a card together and the co-main event is like, there's, you know, 80% of the people are buying that card. Well, okay. 40% of the people are buying it because they want to watch all the fights. And then, you know, like fucking another like 50% of them are buying it or 40% of it are buying it because they want to watch just the main event and then another like 10 or 20% are watching it because they really want to watch the co-main event. Mm-hmm. Nobody buying that card wanted to watch the co-main event. There was nobody buying that card going like, oh man, I really want to see that co Yeah. Like, Not even that. Let's think about all the women fights they had at 300. Every single like just comment about the fights where why is this is another bathroom break why is there another women's fight this isn't like yeah, because it's just yeah. like man like i don't i don't know like and we we're not allowed to, we're like not allowed to acknowledge the truth no because then we're like fucking sexist assholes I'm, it's not, like, I'm the outlier I'm here because like, like, like i, I agree like, the fight la- that was a bad fight but like honestly it's not marina rodriguez versus, yeah like, i'm gonna watch you that see. fight whaley's way and whaley fights i watch those like, 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 i watch mckenzie like, so if you want to talk about eliminating a women's division you're like i would be a i'd be favored to getting rid of 135 if we brought in a 105 you're like nitpicking so adam wait you're like yeah. nitpicking specific fights out of a, a much larger pool of fights. Well, no, but see, I'm, right? I'm and then it's also fighters because I, I know. Want, but I what like, I'm saying is like you're nitpicking specific fights or fighters out of a larger pool of very boys. So it's like you're going like, oh yeah, I know like 90 percent of these fights are boring as fuck and they're not super good. But look at ten percent of them. It's like really is that is that ten percent really a justification? And then the other thing too is I'm like not is like it, it's I'm also saying, like saying you're grading on a curve right now. It's like you're saying like oh no no, no but like but with these women. These fights are interesting, like compared to who other women are compared to the are the most interesting women's fights in any way comparable to the most interesting men's fights? Yes. You want a young Zhang, man? You're going to tell me you're going to tell me that Did you not see Joanna's fucking head. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, but it's such a lie, though. But that's not. I but, like, don't know, let's bro. About, let's think about the most. OK. All right. So say I was like, what are the, what's the fight of the year for, for, uh, uh, 2023 men's division? What are those, what would those fights be? Poirier Chandler. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, Ortega Volk. Yeah. Uh, that was 2000. Um, yeah, that was before yeah, or, yeah. even like, uh, uh, Islam Volk is another yeah, one. Yeah. Islam Volk. Right. Okay. Now compare those to the women's fights that you're talking about. 
they compare. Have you seen they that Wei Li fight? Though, but they don't. I don't know, don't, bro. Because we're just lying now. Now we're just I'm lying. not lying. Now that Wei Li fight things. was now exciting. Yeah, it was an I'm not saying fight. it wasn't exciting, but I'm saying that you're great. Did you see Grasso versus you're not uh, comparing uh, it. You're, Shevchenko? You're not comparing it to the men's fights. You're comparing it to other women's fights. No, saying, I'm saying a fight. A fight. I view it as a fight. That's period. As a fight, this was interesting. Yes, it was interesting compared to. I don't care if you're a woman. I'm not saying it wasn't interesting. I'm saying that the justification for the women's divisions existing in the UFC cannot be because of a very small fraction of the fights that are actually interesting and are still not actually as interesting as the most interesting. You know why I can't like, do that? They're not. It's like if, if, if you were to, because if you were to remove all of the women's fights from the UFC, if it's like, if you take the percentage of women's fights that are interesting compared to the percentage of men's fights that are interesting, it's lower. And then if you take the most interesting women's fight compared to the most interesting men's fight, it's still lower. So if you took all the women's fights out of the UFC and you replaced them with men, with men's fights, the cards would be better because Percentage wise, the, what's being replaced with would be there would be by percentage, there'd be more interesting fights and the most interesting fights are more interesting. Uh, so the card as a whole would get better by not having women in it. And I'm paying $80 for a pay-per-view. So I the want the most fucking pay. interesting fights there. That's that's the problem. First of all, you're paying, but <laughs> no, but just in general, I'm, I'm spending my time or my fucking whatever. But like part of it is also marketability. Like at a certain point, you are buying fights if they're marketed well. And another right? point we got to put in MMA for men from UFC one, even before that has been growing. Women's MMA didn't get announced until what? When when did Ronda Rousey come back? Yeah, but that's 2013? a lie too because no. like, because women's MMA has always existed. It's just that it's just that it's not as interesting. Okay, but UFC one wasn't fucking interesting. Guys were on the mat for three minutes. It takes a while for a sport to UFC grow. UFC one was super fucking interesting. What are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking about? UFC, UFC one, one guys were on the mat for ten wild. minutes, not doing anything. UFC one. You just fucking, said jujitsu was one boring. Fucking sumo wrestler fighting as someone who weighed one hundred and thirty fucking pounds. Not just saying jujitsu was boring because they don't do anything. No, UFC one was wild. You had some guy in fucking gi pants booting somebody in the fucking <laughs> face, kneeling against a fucking no, cage. Bro. That shit was fucking no, bro. Sick. UFC one compared to UFC now is boring. The sport of women's MMA. You had a guy. You had a guy come out my with point. one glove on. Can I finish my point? Literally, just one fucking. Can glove I finish on? my point? Are you two adding without you adding trying to finish yours? Can I finish my point? Women's MMA is growing. It just started compared to men's MMA. So we cannot compare the both because women's MMA is younger. It's still a growing sport. Okay, then I, why does it why does it exist in the men's in the men's league then? Why does it why is it alongside men then? Who said the UFC was a men's league? UFC is just a league now. You're yes, making it a men's league. But if league. it's not at the same level, why am I paying the same amount? That's your for fault. It? They didn't tell you to pay it. Yes, they did. That's the law. No. UFC doesn't <laughs> UFC doesn't tell you to give me $80. You said you can give me $80 to watch this. You don't want to watch it? No. I fell asleep. Yeah, but, Hold but on. That's a lie. Hold on. That's, when oh, the that's women's fights bullshit. come don't, on and I you're just wrong now. No, now you're just not. That's not because even a good point. Any fight that's I don't want to watch. Point. Any fight you don't want to watch. What do you do? You either go do something else or you yeah. Or you fall asleep perhaps, right? Yeah. You can do that for any guys. But you know how many guys fight? I just said, I don't want to watch this. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what's your point? It goes vice versa. What's your point? It goes vice versa. Okay. I would like the, the women's fights in the UFC that are, by your own admittance, not as interesting to be replaced with men's fights that would be more interesting. I would like the cards to be more interesting. I didn't say women's fight. I said that you just division. said the level I is not there and it's not as good. Yes, blah, 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 blah. yes, the okay. level isn't right. there because so it's a let's growing not have sport. The, let's not have the people that, that make are the not fight as good not interesting. Against, like, the reason why I watch we watch UFC, amateur fights, right? Their level yes. isn't as high as you if UFC fighters, right? Sure. Fair. 
Okay, that's what I meant. The bantamweight yeah. division is interesting because there's I no talent in I there. Just, I, I didn't say women. I, the whole division of women isn't. No, there is talented fights. I, there is a lot of exciting fights as well. I started off by saying that I respect women fighters. I think the sport should exist. And I think that they should have a place to compete. I've trained alongside a lot of women. I don't have anything against them. And I think that they should have an avenue to pursue professional athletics for women that want to be fighters. Okay. I didn't say that shouldn't exist, but the fights are not as interesting. The level is not as high. The UFC is supposed to be the highest level. When I tune okay, into the UFC, UFC's highest I want level to watch for women. the best fighters in the world and the best fighters in the world are men. Yeah, but the UFC has the highest level of women fighters. Okay. But when I tune into the UFC and I pay eighty dollars for a pay per view, I want to see the best fighters in the world and the okay, best fighters yeah, in the world. Okay, yeah, that's the best women, women fighter in the world. If you don't want to watch it, go watch okay, something. Go do see, something you else. Just, you're adding a caveat there. You didn't say that's the best fighter in the world. You said that's the best women's fighter in the world because it's not the best fighter in the world. It's the best women's fighter in the world. So because she's a woman, she can never be the best fighter in the world. That's basically what you're saying. That is literally what you're saying. That women are not as good at fighting than men. Yes, you're right. I am saying that. Yes, I'm saying I, that women, I'm saying that, next no, topic. I'm saying that the best male fighter in the world will always be better than the best female fighter. I'm not in the world. dividing women and men. If I find this fighter interesting, Amanda Nunes is one I'm, of the most. I'm hold saying on, that, let me I'm finish saying my that point. Men have Amanda 20 Nunes, times more testosterone. Than Amanda women. Nunes was more interesting than half of the champions that were champions while she was champion. I watched every single Amanda Nunes fight. When I, Ronda, I guess, hold on. Just, when Ronda Rousey was champion, I watched every single Ronda Rousey fight. When Valentina was champion, I watched every Valentina fight. Okay. Alisa Grasso, right now, I watched all her fights. But so I don't know what you're saying because you're you're like you're like cherry picking. No, specific no, no, I'm naming champions that have been champions for years. People out of a I'm larger naming all division. champions. I'm naming all champions. All people that have to rise yeah, up. That doesn't matter. You're still. It's like you're, you're taking like a very small percentage of all of the women's fighters to justify the, the, them not being boring as fuck. Jasmine, that girl. Like, Jasmine, I don't even know what on. you're saying right that now. That girl, like, Jasmine, like, the listen, Canadian. Like, her fight was I interesting. Know, what are you trying to argue? You're trying to tell me. Are you honestly going to tell me that women? Are comparable to men in any athletic I'm not endeavor. I'm not for comparing. Podcast. I'm not comparing. Like, I don't even know. I'm not even comparing. Know what you're trying to say. I'm saying they're both interesting. That's what I'm saying. I didn't say they weren't both interesting, but I said that the level is not the same, and percentage-wise, it's not as high. I don't know why they're competing alongside each other. Like I didn't say that the WNBA shouldn't exist, but it shouldn't be like you show up to an NBA game and you know the first they play like I don't know. Basketball the is, UFC is does not promote themselves bad. as a men's league. The UFC yeah, cool. is a... It's like, okay, but the, what this is what the equivalent would be. It'd be like if you went to an NBA game and they played the first quarter of a men's game and then they played the first quarter of a women's game. The NBA, and then they played the second on. quarter of the... No, 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 I let you talk. Shut the fuck up. They play, if they played the first quarter of a men's game and then the first quarter of a women's game and then the second quarter of a men's game and then the second quarter of a women's game and then the third quarter of a men's game and then the third quarter... And they just like, that'd be dumb as fuck. Because you showed up to watch a specific thing. The, People, everyone tuning in to watch the UFC is tuning in to watch the men fighting. Like, let's just not fucking lie. The NBA, like, not, hold on. Not play this the NBA game. markets themselves as a men's league. WNBA markets no, no, no. themselves. Hold on. NBA markets themselves as it's a men's league. WNBA markets themselves as a men's league. The no, NBA, how hold do they do that? on. How? Can I, there's how? only. Because it's a men's league. WNBA, women's. It's a women's league. The NHL has a men's league. WHL no, is a women's league. The UFC doesn't classify themselves as a men's league. It's just a league for fighters to fight at. Okay. I don't believe women should be removed just because you believe they're not interesting. Okay. No. Jamal, you just said a bunch of things. None of them were true. All right. Is the NFL is No, the, because the NFL is not called Not the NFL, the NBA. The NBA is not called the MNBA. But it's a men's it's called the NBA. If it's it was, a men's league, it was, right? Yeah, but it, the rules say men's, said, right? It's a stop, men's league, stop. right? No, it's not actually. So what? So, men, so the NBA is not a men's league? 
Women can compete okay. in the NBA. Who? But when? When does it happen? Because they can't. No, when has it happened? They don't because they're not as good. I dis- if a, a woman of- could mm-hmm. compete in the NBA, she All would. Right. They've had women kickers in the NFL. They were trash and then they're not in there anymore. You actually just proved my point. The NBA is not a men's league. It's an open league for men and women that women can't compete in because they're not as good. NBA the is the a men's WNBA league, is a secondary league that's been created only for and women men can't because compete in women the WNBA. can't compete in the NBA. So they had to create the women WNBA. Women can't compete in the NBA. Men can't compete in the WNBA. That's a fact. Women can compete in the NBA. That is Name not a rule. one woman that's actually tried to fucking go into the NBA. Because they can't. No. There's never been a women's, there's never been a female Navy SEAL. It's not because the Navy SEALs have a have a rule that says that women can't be Navy SEALs is because there has never been a woman that's been able to pass BUDS training. Agree to it's disagree. Like saying, it's like saying uh, there uh, women can't aren't allowed to break the bench press world record. Agree no, to they disagree. just can't do it because they can't do it. Agree to disagree. You're just uh, you're, you're disagreeing with something that you're just. Saying I'm agreeing agree to, to disagree. Like Move incorrect. on. It's just factually incorrect. You don't have incorrect. to be right. Agree to disagree. We have two different opinions. Move it's not on. An opinion that women are women Holy. are allowed to compete in the NBA and the NFL and oh, the NHL. What's the they are allowed to. What's they the ch- are allowed to. What's it's the not a men's league. The ground, the ground opponent. So I'm tired ground of talking opponents. about them. Yes. Let me pull this up. It was Alan Foster who put this forward. So Alan Foster is proposing for the, I believe the Nevada State, uh, for the Associates, so Unified Rules, that a fighter will be considered grounded if any part of their body is in contact with the canvas so long as that part of their body is not their uh, feet or hands. So knees are allowed now? No, so this is the the proposed change. So let's say you fall onto like your side. Yeah. You're now on the ground. If If any part of your body is on the ground, Except aside from your feet or hands, you're on the ground. So, so if you you're on the cage, like so, if you put one knee on the ground, yeah. you're on the ground. Okay. Yeah. If you put your your butt on the ground, you're on the ground. Oh, well. If you put your shin on the ground, you're on the ground. If you put your forearm on the ground, you're, you're on, on the, the ground. ground. Okay. Similar okay, to the NFL, so what where, would it be? But what about like two hands? Well, so that's where it becomes. That's like, what I was saying. If you're on, because you yeah, know most guys they end up in that position. Oh yeah. yes. Yeah. Right. Like like a, like a, like if you're trying to shake someone off your back, guys mm-hmm. will go two hands on the mat. Yeah. Would that be considered a downed opponent then? I don't think this covers the two hand rule. A fighter shall be considered grounded and unable to be legally kneed or kicked to the head when any part of their body besides their hands or feet comes in contact with the canvas. But like honestly, that doesn't seem that unreasonable because if you're on your hands and knees, you're still making a, like a cognitive decision to be there. Yeah. Right. Like the uh, the idea is that you don't want people getting kneed or kicked in the head hmm. when they're already incapacitated. Yeah. Right. It's like you don't want someone lying on their back. You don't want it to be a beating. You don't want. Yeah. Well, it's like you don't want someone getting like, like getting. Yeah. Well, you don't want someone getting like clipped and falling to a knee. And then getting hit again with like a knee or a kick because like that's way harder than a punch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're in a, like a position, they're in a really compromised position, right? So like if someone's on their hands and feet, I feel like they're they're still there. Like they're they're not. Well, you know what I mean? Because if you were thing, if you were fucked up, you'd be on a knee. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're on your hands and feet, that's one. Th- yeah. 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 But when you were explaining it, I was thinking of someone like crouched on their hands and knees. But yeah, if you're on your just on hands a knee. and you'd feet, have a knee. you need a lot of flexibility and balance. Yeah. To well, do you, that. Yeah. You're you're holding yourself up. Yeah. The UFC was having problems. Yeah. The UFC was having problems with guys doing that, where they would just have one hand on the ground just yeah. so they wouldn't get need. Yeah, right. So. And then they changed it to like it needed to be like weight bearing yeah, or something. Like closed fist but it's so fist. tough to like. Yeah. Then, then you then you just have guys that are like. Well, we, then we, there's 
we get in the situation yeah. like Ivloyev where it's as you're coming like, when does the hand yeah, physically exactly. leave the mat yeah. you know that that stuff like you're never going to get rid of that I think if fly. you're well I if think, your body is off the ground I believe you shouldn't be counted as a grounded opponent yeah I think that I, I like this rule change I think yeah. that's completely reasonable if your entire if like your thigh or your ribs are not on the ground you're not a ground I, I can see like knee yeah a knee a I knee. can see one knee on the ground yeah, yeah. like yeah, because now just like having it's, it's, your hands and your feet on the ground, just you wouldn't get need. I don't. It stalls it out too. Yeah. Go back to the rules. Go back to the rules. Because like right now, it's a grounded fighter is defined as anything other than the soles of the feet bearing weight. So that's changed even too. Because it used to be three points of contact with the ground. Yeah, it used to be that if you had three points of contact mm. with the ground, you're considered a grounded fighter. So think of like if your knee is touching the ground, your knee, foot, and other foot. Yeah, right. That's three points. If one hand is touching the mat, yeah. that would be three points of contact, but the hand wasn't necessarily weight bearing. Yeah. Right? So think like, you know, uh, John Jones coming out in that like little that, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That crawl thing. There was, <laughs> was, there was times when uh, hands were on the ground, but they weren't weight bearing, mm-hmm. yeah. but they're still, that would have been grounded. That, so that was still considered grounded. So now a grounded fighter is fine as anything other than the soles of the feet bearing weight. Okay. So a hand on the mat, just touching the mat. Mm-hmm. That's not bearing weight. No. Yeah. But if you're leaning on the hand, that's bearing weight. Mm. Yeah. This also clears it up for us. I think like now. Yeah. Refs I, are I gonna, like, yeah, I like, yeah. It. I like a certain this thing where it being less. Um, what's the word? Like less specific in the sense of you're not worried about bearing weight or whatever. Mm. It's just is a part of the body on the ground. That makes it ambiguous. That's the word. The less ambiguous that rule can be for a referee, the easier it's easier it is going to be for them to make the call. Or just make it like one. <laughs> allow, allow them to get kneed in the face, bro. Like we've seen it in one with uh, DJ, DJ and then he yeah. got his revenge. So, I mean. I think, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like this is like a pretty good compromise to that. You know yeah. I mean? Like, so two things. I mean, first of all, you have to also like. A lot of these rules were created to get sanctioned by the athletic commission. Yeah, and now we're, we're yeah. growing and evolving. You could that. well, you couldn't just like if you just tomorrow were like, actually, you know what? We're going to go back to there being no rules. Like a bunch of athletic commissions would be like, well, no, you're not. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you're not. Well, you're just not having fights then. Yeah, right. So with white bare knuckles yeah. only in so many states. Yeah, right? it's not like, like there's just anything goes anywhere. Right. Yeah. That's not. Um, and then the other thing too is like there is. I mean, you do want to have some rules that guys aren't locked. Right. Like you don't want you don't want heads. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh like, my god! <laughs> it's like you, think you like it think, takes one one bad head yeah. kick or one bad knee on the ground. Yeah, right. One bad referee. No, imagine someone to, getting stomped. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean that's the thing because like so imagine like think of like like okay think of like um uh, the Ben Askren uh Masvidal fight yeah where he like knees him if he was allowed he, to kick him and in the he head. turns over and and, and claps him oh, again yeah. right mm. so he hits him but that's the thing is like I don't I mean you want to say did he do something wrong. By the rules, he didn't. No. And there's no way to change the rules to say that he did yeah. without it fucking the whole thing up. Yes. Right? It's like you have to be able to hit the opponent until the ref stops. Yeah. It. Okay. So if you are against the cage and you knock someone out and they fall into the cage and you can fucking boot them in the face while they're leaning <sighs> into the cage already unconscious or you can head stomp them as they fall into the, into the ground, especially if they're like on a shoulder, yeah. Yeah. leaned up. Uh, like leaned up against the cage where their head is partially in contact with the ground, mm. you're going to break someone's neck doing that. Yeah. Right. If you're on one shoulder yeah. with your back against the cage and your head is now either against like the very bottom kind of crossbar padding or mm. on on the mat itself. And there's a gap between your neck and the mat and you stomp on someone's head. Yeah, you can, like you're actually going to kill them. Yeah. You will yeah. actually kill them. And, and like that eventually. Didn't pride a lot of stomps? 
Yeah, I mean, Pride did I remember allow, Shogun they doing did. it. But Pride also worked stomps. in a boxing ring too, right? Yeah. So it was a little easier to, like, you could put, yeah. like, remember when Vanderlei, was it Vanderlei well, and Randleman? Well, also, like, I think so. Like, the, there wasn't as many fights going on mm. and there wasn't as many promotions. Yeah. And the sport wasn't as big. Like, there's enough going on now. Like, so it's, if there's like a, a one a point one percent chance of this something ending, it'll in happen death, now. Now it'll happen. That's a good point. You know what I mean? That's Whereas like, just because it hadn't happened when there was no rules. It's like, yeah. yeah. UFC one had literally no rules, but like, and you could kick people in the balls, but I don't think anyone like walked away from that, not being able to have kids. But if yeah. you now were like, all right, just because nothing bad happened balls, doesn't mean it wasn't a bad idea. It yeah. It doesn't mean that nothing bad will happen now. Yeah. Right? So no, that totally makes sense. So yeah, and like there's I, also the, the the digestive the digestivity part of it. Like, how are you going to attract new fans if they see it and they're just like, like wait? I mean, that's yeah, a thirty yeah, yeah. year old argument of the oh, it's blood sport. Yeah, but if you know, I mean, you allow someone to get stomped. Did Aljo have his well, knee down when he got kneed? Yeah, the thing oh, is I was like, about to say he's really not. He's not a champion for real. You want you want uh, you want guys walking away hurt. Not, not injured. Yeah, not, yeah. yeah. Right. So you want like injuries never what you, you want. You want like occasionally someone breaks their arm mm. and that's like, oh damn. Like yeah. you see that shit. Like it sucks. Well, you don't want you know someone to go I mean? blind. You yeah. Don't, yeah, you don't want someone like blind, uh losing a hand. going into surgery. Yeah. yeah. Like can't talk or something with like serious brain damage. Yeah. Like that uh, boxer, you remember that? You want someone yeah. getting paralyzed. Like you don't want like the 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 really bad shit. Yeah, like that even, game we play with football. You know I mean? Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. Right? In, in like, yeah, exactly. You mm-hmm. guys can run at each other as much as you want. Just I don't want to see anyone get paralyzed. Yeah, or like, yeah. yeah. Well, it's like you don't want, and it just like even like as a fan, like you don't want like, like, yeah. It's yeah. like when that Buffalo Bills guy got yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I feel like this is probably a reasonable. I like this rule. I like this yeah, rule. I like change. it. I, like, I was tired of seeing guys putting those two hands yeah, down and, and like yeah, you're just stalling, bro. Well, it well just, it's it, also it, ga- it makes like at the end of the day, it's a fight. Yeah, mm, and it's exactly. tough when it's like that's what I was the rules say. are. When you can game the rules, it seems less like a fight. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, it, it ruins the spirit of competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. It, and and like I'm a big believer in like if you're allowed to do it, you should do it. Like mm-hmm. I'm. This is the same thing in like jiu-jitsu and guys complain about people jumping guard. And I go like, well, you're allowed. Say you can yeah. do it. Yeah. And if you refuse to win, like you're just a loser. Yeah. Like if you can do something that makes you win, do and it. you refuse to. Well, do there's it. also the theory if you're not cheating, you're not trying to win hard enough. Yeah. Right. But it's like it's not even cheating. Like if you're mm. not if you're not maximizing the rules to their fullest potential, like like and you lose, like too bad, man. Yeah. Like, mm. like you should have you should have played to win. Yeah. Like I fucking play to win. I'll I'll play to win. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. fuck you. This is a great so, rule. I'm not going to lie. You know what I mean? So, so I think like, it's a, I don't think it's on the people that are putting their hands down. Like that's the rule right now. And I think it's, a, I don't. When do you think it's going to be the first on the cage knee KO? What's going to happen? Oh, like immediately. Immediately? First event? First event, the rule gets in play. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Within a month or two, I think, yeah, it'll change. It'll change cage wrestling. Like, really? This will yeah. fundamentally change cage yeah. wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. So getting up will be different, right? Because uh, uh, like the way, like, cause you, if you're like, um, scooted against the cage yeah right and someone's on your hips you'll like post on the head yeah you'll put a hand down and mm-hmm. you'll go usually to a knee yeah, yeah. one knee right? and so then you'll go yeah. one knee and then um once you make enough space that as soon as that knee right I'm you'll so- go because what you'll do is like this is because i don't we're on a podcast mm-hmm. you can't you can't frame but if you're against me i'll i'll use my my um so if you're like closer to my left side of Frame. my leg, yeah. right? Um, my right hand comes to the ground usually. Yep. My left knee will open to post and frame against mm-hmm. you, yeah. right? Because I don't want you running to my back. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll be pushing the head away, but I also don't want you like uh, getting into my hips too quickly. So yeah. that knee will, like my foot will come up on the mat and that knee will frame into your hip. Mm-hmm. So that's like my frame against you. And then as I turn, like depending on the style, like wrestlers, tough man, you you have to turn your back a little bit. Like these jitsu guys, like you can never turn back, never turn your back. Like kind of, you yeah. have to. Like you just, you have to. 
So you have to turn your back a little bit. So you'll start to turn away. And that, uh, like if my left knee is framing, my right knee will hit the mat. Okay. My right knee will hit the mat. My, my, I'll get my hips off the mat and I'll have one hand down. And then the next thing is to get the foot up. Mm-hmm. So they, the hand is the last thing to leave the mat. Okay. Like just because that's how it has to be. Like yeah. not, not like by gaming the rules. Like it's just, I, how, yeah. I have to, I have like, think of how you stand up off the ground. Yeah. You have you know, to have I, that I have base. To, I have to, I have to get up. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, what I'm going to do is like, I'll get up, I get my foot down and then are you like, what you want to do is you want to get your hips as high against the cage as you can. And then you straighten your body up because then you kind of have to shimmy up the cage. Mm. But right now you can spend a little bit more time with your hand on the mat playing that game because you're safe because you can't get yeah. knee, right? Because that knee is comes like that's, that's the, it's an easy spot to knee, mm. right? That will change. Like it will, it will actually, it will fundamentally change the way that you get up yeah. to an extent, like not completely, but it, but it, it really it will, it effect. really will. Cause what will happen is you'll have to spend the more upright you are the harder it's going to be to knee you. Yeah. And the, like now if you're like, I think if you're standing completely upright, the knee has to come like into you instead of coming up. I think this right? rule is going to be like, so, um, oh, sorry, finish. Yeah. I was going to say the, when the knee has to come into you instead of coming up. So you have to straighten yourself up. But if you straighten yourself up right away, you're closer to the mat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's easier to get sl- taken back down. Yeah. So it's going to make getting up off the ground way fucking harder. I think this rule is going to be as like drastic as the change. You remember when like calf kicks came out of nowhere and then people yeah. gradually yeah. started. I think this rule is going to catch a lot of people off guard and then it's gradually going to become normal. Yeah. It might, it'll be like the new meta for a bit, if you will. Yeah. You know? It's kind of like with the same thing with the two one hand that Leon did against yeah, the uh, shoulder strikes with Connor. Yeah. Uh, UFC 300 updates. Uh, Holly Holm is not main eventing this time, but she's back against. But Kayla she's Harrison. back against Kayla Harrison. The UFC made a big signing. Um, U.S. gold medalist in judo. I think time. the only way you keep this division alive is Kayla Harrison actually becomes a star. Yeah, but that's about it. Um, she's never fought at this division. She's never fought at this division. She was fighting at one forty-five with Bellator. One fifty-five. One fifty-five. Pretty sure it's one fifty-five. Oh, so she's dropping twenty. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Um. Kayla Haitian was good. She fought Cyborg. Did she fight Cyborg? I don't know she fought Cyborg. I know no. she lost to, uh, I believe her name was Pacheco. Pacheco, yeah. yeah who's also a judo specialist. Mm. But Are you talking about, uh, that's the new girl that just got signed yeah. up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kayla Haitian. Olympic ju- judo gold medalist. Two-time Olympic gold. Seen, like, she, she was fighting, uh, she was competing. She was competing at like one, 155. 155, yeah. 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 She's huge. She's walking around. I don't She's know gonna weight bully cut. a lot. Of those yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't know how much weight they cut in the in the Olympics. Yeah. Um. I think that they have different weigh-in rules. Probably. Around, but still, like she would have had to be walking around. Like one sixty-five, one seventy. Yeah. 75. She's gonna be throwing some people around. Like, She's gonna be ragdolling same people. Same day weigh-ins. You're still gonna be doing maybe five pounds. Yeah. And if you're competing in the Olympics, you're gonna cut. You think she'd be like the uh, next person to be a champ within a year? She might be. She's definitely. Gonna I don't know if that weight's sustainable for. That's very true. Like, is because you know what I mean. Like, like is is cutting to one thirty five. I mean, they're trying to save the division, right? So they might like just cash in as much as they can with her. Maybe it might, yeah. Right, but like, it's not. It's not that. It's like it, for her, if she was competing at one fifty five and now she's competing at one thirty five, she'd be cutting jump. a lot of weight. She needs gonna need a lot of lead time to cut. That yeah. yeah, unless in, unless it was they're making one fifty five. I they're mean, not cutting at all. Key Even thing then, though, yeah. she hasn't fought for Bellator for a while because they're going for contract disputes. Because yeah. I think she was waiting for this UFC thing. You mean PFL. Yeah. Uh, PFL, yeah. She hasn't fought for PFL for a while because I think she was waiting for the UFC to send her a contract. Even she had an interview with Ariel and she was like being hesitant about talking what her next fight was, how many fights yeah. she had on her contract. So I feel like she took the time to cut that weight. I don't think she just signed it because she's fighting at 300. That's very soon. 
So I don't think she, she, yeah, maybe she put took the, the contract, took the fight, and then said, okay, now I'm going to cut. I think she knew this was coming down the pipeline and decided to cut the weight. Yeah, that makes sense. Because if she did yeah. the first theory, then that I well, no, they, they yeah. cut from one to... But what you, what's she walking around at right now? Yeah, you can yeah. I just I just mean more like and to give she's her a fight, not going to be able to fight on even... A month's notice. Yeah, yeah. I see what you, you know what yeah. I mean. Like mm. she's just gonna need a lot of lead time to make to make that weight cut. Yeah. Otherwise, be like, remember Rampage when he was making the one seventy or one eighty five? Yeah. Was it was it Rumble? Yeah, who's Rumble Rumble, Rumble? Rumble. 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 When he was making one seventy, yeah. it was like that. He couldn't take a fight on less than like twelve weeks notice. Yeah. Because he had to just game his body yeah. forever. Mm. Yeah. Right. And so like when you to, to Jamal's question is like, is this the next person to become a champ within a year? How many fights can how you many take fights a year? Can you take in a year? Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. that's true. Not that like it's not a real question, like of how talented she is, but like like how much weight can you cut? Yeah, in yeah. A year? I like. What, how many times can you make that weight cut in a year? I like what the UFC is doing of bringing these Olympian guys over. They did started with a DC. No, who was the first one? There was someone before DC. Randy Couture. Randy Couture. So started with Couture, then went to DC. So they're starting to bring more Olympians in. And same with well, not he wasn't an Olympian, but Bo Nickel. Ben he was Ashker supposed was to go to yeah, Olympia. Yeah, yeah. He was supposed to be an Olympian. And decided to go to MMA. Ben Askren. So I like what they're doing, bringing these Henry guys Cejudo. in. Henry Cejudo. So great thing. Um, Kayla Hirschman getting Holly Holmes as her first fight is a lob. I'm not gonna lie. That's that's a lob. Oh, it's a big name, right? Yeah, it's a big yeah. name, and it's also she's not it's a ground marketable. fighter. She's not a ground fighter. No, she's a Holly Holmes is a striker. So you, yeah. I think, they, I think they just want another. They want another uh, Ronda. Rousey. Yeah, yeah. One hundred percent. You want a cash cow, right? Two two back to back judo medals. Mm-hmm. That sounds a lot like Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Right? Also, um, uh, finish your point. Sorry, that was it. Well, the, yeah. The only thing was uh, the only difference, I guess, between her and Ronda Rousey, and this is age. Just <laughs> like to be honest, I didn't find it Ronda Rousey attractive. But. But that was like to, to be real though. Right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, that was a big selling part for Ronda oh, Rousey. Yeah. Like they, you know what I mean? They. Well, that like, was like me, the yeah, she was, Ronda Rousey yeah, thing. She was yeah, doing yeah, like yeah. She, off that. she was doing like Sports Illustrated stuff, and then she was doing like interviews with things like so. Like as much as like, and I think honestly, this is I don't like that at all. I think it's dumb as fuck that like how attractive you are is is a part of. Uh, the patient, yeah, the yeah, page I, I, Van Zandt like, thing. Isn't, this isn't going to be like a fucking rant. I really yeah. don't like that. Yeah. I think Same thing with shit. the page um, uh, Van Zandt. But like it, it is a variable to consider. Like it is, you know what I mean? So. So like I think uh, I don't know, you know what I mean like like it's unfortunate but but like even for like men like um well like yeah guys like how, jack like Usman, mm, yeah. get a little more shine how, yeah. or how like how tan someone is you know yeah, what I mean? like yeah, they, yeah. these things like actually they really do matter yeah, yeah. I mean like they, aesthetics they do. It, it's yeah. like it, and it's kind of shitty because it's like you don't you can't control it yeah, all, you don't but, want it to matter but but it does matter yeah. like, but back on this point um. Kayla Harrison actually brought up some decent parody to the division because Amanda Nunes is had an interview with uh, Megan Olivia and she was talking about how she potentially will come back. She had a kid. She she's lived the mother life and she's thinking about fighting again. Does Kayla Harrison bring back um, Amanda Nunes? Oh, you think Amanda's done? Yeah, like this isn't. I just I think like done. Yeah, yeah. I think Amanda's done. Well, she's such a dominant champ for so long, and she, I think she's just moved on. But she has like, kids now and everything. Yeah, too, like, right. Like, I just I I feel like. I mean, I don't doubt for a second that she's sitting there and she's getting antsy, mm-hmm. but I, I think that that's just like the competitor. That's, yeah. Yeah. I think that's just, that's just part of who she yeah. is. You know what I mean, like, but I, I really, I don't, I don't think that she's going to come back. I just, she's moved on to a different, you know, whole chapter. Yeah. She got a kid, she got like with her wife or whatever. Yeah. And then like, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Imagine. Priorities change. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and all, uh, I, fuck, I don't know. You I had mean, the competitive drive. Exactly. You know, you, exactly. You might you know still what I mean? Be able but to, like, but, but like, yeah, I just don't. For what I yeah. think of that, like, because mm-hmm. the other things you got to you got to say for what, like, it's yeah. just just to prove you can. Like, I mean, if that's the case, well, I mean, at a certain point too, you like what's mototivating you? Yeah. yeah, like you got. I mean, you can respect that. I mean, if Kayla Harrison did that, 
just yeah. came back just just yeah. to just to prove he could. Well, first double champ, right? Yeah, right. I now. mean, if Kayla Harrison comes back, destroys Holly Holmes, gets on the mic, calls her out. Eh. Especially she she probably seen the money going to Olivia interview, so she probably's like, oh, well, this is money right here. Yeah, yeah. you know. But but yeah, so I don't know. But I mean. I don't know. I don't know. It's tough. Owen, our guy's fighting. 300. Diego, Diego Lopez, Lopez. Yeah. against Sorry, Sadiq Youssef. I, I got to head out pretty quick. So yeah, 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 yeah. I got to be out in like five minutes. Okay. Uh, so Diego Lopez versus Sadiq Youssef is coming up. How do you feel about that? Real I'm quick. Excited. excited. I'm excited. Yeah. Sadiq excited. Youssef always has a lot more. He has untapped potential. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to come in as like the next big kickboxer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then he ne- hasn't hasn't been that yet. But I'm just excited to see Diego Lopez. Uh, I got Lopez I by submission. He's first so round. <laughs> I have nothing. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, 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 no shade or anything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, two, 298. And Tatiana Suarez is out again. Yeah. Mackenzie Dern is in against Amanda Lemos. I got Mackenzie winning that fight. Hopefully, hopefully to God, she joined back Perillo because I want to see her boxing get clean yeah. again. But I, I definitely got Dern on this fight. And then Tony Ferguson said that he fought with a torn MCL against Patty Pimlet. How do you guys feel about that? I mean, I feel like he probably has a torn everything. Yeah, like 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 really. You know what I mean? <laughs> he goes like, to the doctor office and they're like, "Let's give you an X-ray," and it's just yeah. how the fuck. Yeah, they like, like, Tony might be the guy to like literally like, wait until his body, body nice right now. Yeah, like, <laughs> like yeah, I just I don't know, man. Like, I, how are you walking? Yeah, yeah. So like, what is it? It's just the, I think the question is like is like so what? It's like yeah. Tony's you know body what I mean? has to shut down on him for him to stop fighting. Yeah, yeah. at this it, point, it'd be like, well, it's also just like, oh, your oh your MCL is torn. Okay. So what? What does yeah. that? What do you? What do you think that that means? Yeah. What did do you, that do for the fight? Yeah. Do you think that means that you would have won without a torn MCL? Because yeah. like, the, what I love you, Tony. But would mm. display that. Mm. Okay. Do you think it means like you're gonna get surgery and come back from surgery? But also, like, if he was better? able to do all those Goggins workouts with a torn MCL. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like what? It, or did he tear his MCL in all those Goggins? Mm, oh, true. Probably. Yeah. probably. Imagine. But, yeah, but but it's like so. I don't know. I I mean, uh, yeah. So what? So like, what, and, yeah. I, and that sounds harsh, but like, so what? Well, like we said yeah. earlier, you, you fight yeah. to win the fight. Like, there's no. What the fuck does that mean? Mm-hmm. Your MCL is torn. Okay, you're gonna get surgery and come back and be better. You think? You're how old are you now? Yeah. You're, gonna, yeah. you're gonna have a knee surgery and come back from that again. No, at forty. Yeah. So okay, so you lost to Patty. You think you lost because of your MCL? Okay. Yeah. So what? So you think delusion is creeping in now? You still have a torn MCL. What happens? Tony next? always. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, right. like, well, last segment or last topic of the day, uh, the fight night, uh, Delizia versus Imaev. Yeah, that's Imaev. the French, that's the French fighter, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, French striker, great fighter. Moicano versus Dober is also in that fight. Moicano wants money. Totally that was like probably, that. that was like the iconic. That's, that's a like really that. good fight. Um, like this Dober card is really actually fun. this weekend. Yeah. So check it out. Um, that's about it. The guys need to go. So we need to wrap up. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. Smoke up, drink up. This has been cage side chatter. We'll see you guys next week. Check, check out our Instagram. Uh, yeah. we're posting more and more interviews this weekend. Uh, because yeah, yeah, yeah. This we're going to, yeah, we're going to be posting some this weekend. The main video of the trailer that we dropped should be dropping by next weekend. If it's not next weekend, it's definitely the week after. Uh, I just take a time to edit and I got school and shit. So bear with me. Well, then what's going down this next, this coming weekend? Uh, interviews. No. There was a grappling event. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Um, this is the other thing, too. Ground Games um, is coming up. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to be covering that event, but um, there's Ground Games is going to be going on at the Nepean Sportsplex. Uh, it's Jiu-Jitsu Super Fights. Um, if you like watching Jiu-Jitsu matches, um, you're, yeah. you're a fan of it. Do you uh, know the site where they can go? Pardon? Do you know the site where they can go? To uh, I, I literally, I just think it's Ground Games. I, I Okay. Uh, just search up Ground Games on Google. But, they probably uh, will have yeah, yeah, I, I some European Sportsplex website. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think there's a, there's a bunch of guys from uh, like Ottawa Academy of Martial Arts mm-hmm. and kind of the the gyms that have come out of that are going to be competing on it. So I think there's some guys from Surge MMA. Cool. Um, and wherever. Uh, so yeah.
Yeah. So that was it for this pod. Uh, episode 13 is now over with. Thanks for listening, guys. Go check out our Instagram. Go show us some love. YouTube is coming out very, very soon. Again, we're all we're on every platform. So go share it. Uh, share, share it to your friends, family, aunt. I really don't care as long as we get listeners in here. Um, and yeah, this is the end of this pod. So smoke up, drink up. We'll see you guys next week.